AU100 is W-A-U-E. Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Live from Judd Scott Field at Lee Scott Academy, you're listening to Lee Scott Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner here with you on the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show to get you guys set for tonight's rivalry game between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Mr. T once said, to have a comeback, you first have to have a setback. Two weeks ago, Lee Scott opened its season with a 41-3 loss to Chambers Academy, but that's not where the story ends. It's where the story begins. With eight games left to play, and tonight being the start of region play, the long road ahead to success has only just begun. For this coaching staff, it's about taking a step forward each and every day. You can see the quality and practice. You can see the intensity. You can see the focus. An unrecognizable team when compared to a season ago. The results don't come easy, but nothing in life it worth anything comes without hard work and lumps and bruises. Tonight, Lee Scott squares off with one of the best teams in all of AISA, arch-rival Glenwood. They may be fast, they may be strong, everyone knows the task tonight, but none of that matters when you step out on the field. Effort, determination, they'll have to play a role in a Warrior comeback tonight. Now I welcome my broadcast partner into the booth, Larry Humphrey. Larry, of course, we know the task tonight, and it is tall. Glenwood enters the game at 1-1, one one, having blanked Bessemer Academy 31-0 on week one, and last week they lost a shootout to Escambia Academy 59-47. to What should the Warriors be focusing on tonight to go toe-to-toe with the Gators? Noah, it is a very big task. Um, you know, you got to – very few mistakes. If they want to win tonight, they have got to cut their mistakes out, especially on defense. Um, no big plays, but, uh, but like you said, it is a huge game. Glenwood's very, very good, and uh, we've got to just uh, learn from our mistakes, stay with it, and uh, grow. Just grow. Have a good time. Have fun. I said in the open that this team is unrecognizable from a year ago. Just watching that game against Chambers Academy a couple of weeks ago, you can see substantial improvement. What are some of the areas that you can see that this team is different from last season? Noah, even before the kickoff, I could tell that they wanted to be there. Um, Last year it looked like they just, well, we're here, we don't know, we know. Coach Daniel, they didn't know each other. I can tell they've had a year with him that uh, he's in, and gave them a desire to win. I think if they could get a taste of it, that would be that much more desire. But just last week, the biggest thing to me was they wanted to be there, and when uh, Chambers would punch, they would punch back. I know they did not score near as many points as Chambers did, but at the same time, you could see a lot of heart and a lot of desire and a lot of discourage right there. And just being at practice several times a week and going and talking to these coaches, they believe that this team is very close to turning the corner. 
that they just have to get them to turn that corner. And once they can, this team's not going to be looking back. They're going to be one of the better teams in AISA as well. Of course, it's a tough schedule always sure it is. for this team because you, you play Chambers Academy, you play Glenwood, and then you play Pike. That's like opening up your season with Georgia, Alabama, and then Florida. And you talk about it. There are two state champions and then a state champion runner-up in those first three games. That, that is really tough, and that's something hard to tell these young guys. Is uh, You know, it's going to be tough right here to start with. And when you just get hammered and hammered, but to keep coming back is hard to get in young people's mind. It's hard for us. as Or me, an old person. You're not an old person, but me as an old person. Just to keep fighting back. But, um, but if they can get over that hump, and while they're getting hammered last week, I hope not tonight, but learn from those things that will make you a better player and a better person down the road. Looking on the other side of the team, wearing gray tonight, but typically the orange and green for the Glenwood Gators. What's the scouting report for that squad? Well, they're tough at every position. Um, I know they're... A lot of speed. A <laughs> lot, lot, lot of speed. They will be without A.J. Harris tonight, um, one of the top players in the country. He's just a junior. Next year he will probably be in the top five to top ten in the whole country. So that's a plus. Um, I hate that I'm not going to get to watch him play, but I'm sure that Coach Daniels is glad he does not have to play against him. Well, we watched but, him play last year, and he play. had a couple of crib calls. He, he did, <laughs> and, um, you, you know, maybe that was enough for us. But um, Glenwood's very good, Noah. There's very few mistakes that they make. Um, that's why they win. You know, they're very well coached. Um, that, that, that's why they accomplish what they accomplish. They, of course, lost to Escambia Academy last week, 59-47, to which came as a shocker to me because, once again, Glenwood at the top of 3A here in AISA. Escambia has beaten Pike and Glenwood to open up their season. So watch out You're right. considering those two teams met at 3A state championship last year. You are so right. Escambia so I'm not, I'm not even going to fault them for it. No, yeah. Escambia must be really something special. And to, to drop 59 points on Glenwood, I'm sure some things were put on film last week that this coaching staff maybe can break apart and try and exploit. And, right. of course, it didn't help, though, that you had Hurricane Ida rolling through earlier this week. Kind of kept these guys out of pads for the first couple of days, but they were able to get in on Wednesday and Thursday this week, get some work in. I know they're excited to get out there on the field and play some football tonight. We're going to step aside for just a moment, and when we come back, we'll take a listen to the conversation I had with Lee Scott football head coach Buster Daniel earlier this week to preview tonight's game. You're listening to the Lee Scott football kickoff show on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're about 20 minutes away from kickoff in this rivalry game between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Let's take a listen to the conversation I had with Warrior Head Coach Buster Daniel on the Daily Radio Show on the line earlier in the week as he previews tonight's game. Lee Scott football head coach Buster Daniel with us on the show today for our weekly segment, Talking Ball with Buster Daniel. Coach, how you doing today? Man, I am wonderful. I'm glad to see the sunshine finally out. Hey, Coach, yeah, you, you're going through a hurricane. On top of that, you're having to prepare for a rival in Glenwood and one of the better teams in this state. It's Glenwood week. What does this week of practice look like for you guys as they prepare for the annual rivalry game? Well, we've had a lot of just mental reps, you know, with the, with the hurricane coming through and, you know, just torrential rains. We've had to adjust our schedule somewhat for practice, and, uh, you know, we've done that. We came in on Sunday. And uh, you expect to get outside, and we weren't able to get outside then. So we're going to the gym and having a good practice, and and uh, get the week kicked off. And you know we were able to go out on Monday, and then of course Tuesday again gets rain. So uh, we watched a lot of film, uh, a lot of mental stuff, and talk about what they do in certain sets, and you know how they play, and what they you know what they're able to do uh, in different formations. So uh, there's a lot of mental reps. Uh, not the kind of practice we we've, we've hoped for, but you know we're we're good good position right now everybody's you know healthy and uh, ready to go and it's been a good week so far just mental preparation it probably really helps to have had that bye week last week where you guys could get into your pads and hit each other oh absolutely yeah we went out last monday tuesday and and even wednesday and you know just it just banged on each other a little bit and and uh, went back to learn how to tackle and how to be in the right place and you know just teach a little bit of toughness and uh, the kids responded well you know we had a had a film session on that monday and uh, you know, we got a little, a little uh, heated in there between coaches and players. You know, we got on a little bit and kind of, kind of uh, checked their manhood a little bit. You know, and just kind of tested them, and they responded extremely well on Monday. They went out and uh, got better and and did the things we wanted them to do. Uh, but yeah, we went out last week and got a little more physical, and uh, you know, just had a great week of practice. Of course, every game and every year are different, but what are some of the things that the players that are, are coming back from last year's team, what, what are some things that they have learned from last season's game going into this year's game about these high-octane matchups against rivals like Glenwood and Pike? Well, you know, you always talk about getting better from one first week to second week and all that, and all that's good well and, and good, but, you know, you, you want to you improve on what you did do well the week before. Uh, like I said, we had a week off uh, for, to, to prepare for Glenwood, but uh, you know we got to we got to we got to take care of Lee Scott. We can't make uh, bad mistakes, bad have bad penalties before the ball snap, that kind of thing. And we've got to improve on that. Uh, so that's what the kids have, have understood, and that the coaches have done a good job uh, making them understand that's that's how you win football games. You can't really beat yourself, and that's things we worked on you know last week and this week. 
On the offensive side of the ball, senior Tate McKelvey taking most of the snaps at quarterback. How have you seen him grow as a leader at the position and in running this offense? Well, you know, Tate was a leader last year as far as just uh, how he played the game. Uh, he, he's he's transferred into a leader with his mouth, his actions, and then just the whole nine yards now as a senior. So he's doing a great job there, and uh, you know, as well with some other kids. But uh, you know, Tate, he's filling that role uh, extremely well for us right now. Alongside him in the backfield, you've got a stable of running backs that can do some physical damage to opposing defenses. They're looking for contact. J.J. Myers, Landry Cochran, just to name a few. What are you seeing from these younger guys out of the backfield? Yeah, they, you know, they, they are, you know, they, you, you named a couple of them, but we've got about four guys that's going to touch the ball in the backfield. And, uh, you know, J.J.'s been banged up a little bit with ankles. And, uh, so Andrew Hahn and, and uh, even the Lady Cochran and, um, in fact, the have all filled in. Actually, when you know, since he's been down a little bit, um, but they're all going to touch the ball Friday night, and uh, you know, keep fresh legs back there. And that's the biggest thing we got to do is keep those guys fresh. Going back to the first game of the season against Chambers Academy a couple of weeks ago, obviously not the way you guys wanted it to go. But what did those guys take away? You know, as soon as they step off the field, you guys are getting in the huddle talking about the game. What is something that those guys took away from that Chambers game that can help them get ready for Glenwood? Well, the biggest thing is they got to understand, and I think they do now, that you, know, you can't make mistakes against good football teams. You know, you got to be in position, you got to make tackles, you got you got to catch passes when they're thrown to you. You got to make blocks, you got to tackle. I mean, you got to play football, and we didn't do that against Chambers. You know, we had a lot of mistakes, a lot of big plays. Um, you know, if Chambers would have drove down the field and you know, and ten. plays and too many easy opportunities. So that's what they came out understanding that they can't do that against good football teams. It's the beginning of a three-game home stretch before you guys will go on a three-game road stretch against some teams like Bessemer Academy and whatnot. It's a tough home schedule, of course, still with Glenwood Pike and Macon East coming up, but what does progression look like for this team before they have to get on a bus and travel the state? Where do you want you guys to be at by the time you hit September? Well, just get better every week. And you know, if they do that and they improve on things we may, you know, weren't, weren't good at the game before, if we improve on that, you know, at the end of the season, mid season, we should be where we want to be um, and, and play in the rest of our schedule. But, you know, like I said, it's a tough schedule. First three games, or really four games, we're making each coming in. Um, but we got to improve each week and doing things that, uh, the better than we did the week before. And that's where we want to be. Taking a look at the opponent this week and preparing for Glenwood, what have you seen on film from the Gators after a surprising one and one start? Well, they're they're very talented now. They got athletes all over the field. Um, they played a team last week in Scambia that was uh, is, is one of the best teams in the state. Two A, one A, three A. Doesn't matter. They are loaded. Uh, and, you know, and Glenwood hung with them for the most part. Um, you know, they they got a lot of explosive guys on special teams. If you kick it to them, they're going to beat you. Um, you know, they, they're, they're great in open space, but that's what athletes are good. Um, but they're, they're, they're very, very talented team. Um, and, you know, I think we can, as far as the discipline part, I think we can we have an edge on that part if we're to do things that we're supposed to be doing. What are the keys to the game on Friday in order for you guys to win? Uh, control the ball uh, and, and make tackles in open field and, and don't make silly mistakes. That's the three things we've got to do better. Coach, I appreciate you spending some time with us today to talk to us about the ball game and give us a preview for this upcoming Friday. Hope you have a good day of class and a good rest of your week with practice. I appreciate it, man, and go Warriors.
That was Lee Scott football head coach Buster Daniel previewing tonight's game against the Glenwood Gators. Larry, what was some of your takeaways from that conversation with Buster? Well, I like what Coach Daniel said about uh, hold the ball. Um, you know, Lee Scott at Chambers had trouble going four in and out sometimes. And, uh, and this time, they if they could just put, some together, put together some drives and, and use up that clock, when you've got the ball, the other team can't score. So don't turn it over and don't let them score. Work on some drives, move it down the field, and uh, cut out the mistakes, like he said, you know. Don't beat yourself. Make blocks, make tackles. If they make something, if they do something well, well, that's good for them. Don't get down. If somebody on your team misses a block, some need to see some leadership. Somebody just pick them up and say, hey, let's go. we got to get the next play. So uh, so I think that would, would be keys. Pick up first downs as well. I was speaking to somebody in the press box earlier, and I said, you know, they're going to be just fine. Pick up some first downs in this first quarter. Limit your mistakes, limit your turnovers, limit your penalties like you're talking about. Pick up some first downs, control the clock. You're going to be just fine. Limit the big plays as well on defense because right. Chambers broke off a couple early on. They sure did. They sure did. If they can do that and just cut them back, that will uh, give lots and lots of confidence to, uh, to them and uh, – that's what they need. They need confidence. Let's take a quick break here as they're about to do the national anthem and the prayer. When we come back, we'll have your region roundup, starting lineups of the coin toss right around the corner. Melissa Etheridge returns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Live. Performing music from her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at goosecentertickets.auburn.edu. Melissa Edrich in concert. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. serving yours. That's the unique experience of Our Home Pharmacy, your one-stop wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets, offering COVID and antibody testing, as well as the COVID vaccine, plus a gift shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor, whatever makes you feel good. And Our Home Pharmacy is all about safety with drive through curbside pickup, and delivery available. Stop by at Moore's Mill and Ogletree Road and follow Our Home Pharmacy Auburn on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
At Glenn Smith in Opelika, we love this time of the year with all the excitement of football. We also love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334 737 the Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Back on the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show, Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on AU100 and the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. We're about 10 minutes out from the start of tonight's game between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Let's get into the region roundup and look at some of the other games happening around the area. Region play is getting started in AISA 3A. The other game taking place in Lee Scott's region tonight is Pike Liberal Arts at Hooper Academy. Pike enters the game at 1-1. One one. Pike lost to Escambia 42-26 to open the season, and then last week they defeated Crenshaw Christian via a forfeit. Hooper comes into tonight at 0-1 after losing to Edgewood 43-13 last week. Pike won last season's meeting 49-0, and the Patriots lead the all-time series 15-11. With only five teams in Region 1, Valiant Cross is off tonight, but they defeated Macon East 18-17 to advance to 1-0. Only one team in Region 2 has a win, and it's Morgan Academy. They take on Clark Prep at home. At 1-0, Morgan opened their season last week against Wilcox Academy. It took them down 46-22. At 0-2, Clark Prep was outscored by Jackson Academy and Patrician Academy 58-7 through the first two weeks. Morgan Academy won last year's meeting 37-34, but Clark Prep leads the all-time series 6-5. Coming off a of bye week, Bessemer Academy will host Monroe Academy with both teams at 0-1. In week one, Bessemer was beat by Glenwood 31-0. Monroe lost last week to Sparta Academy 30-20. Last season, Bessemer won the matchup 46-9. The all-time series is tied at 12. Looking at another team on Lee Scott's schedule, but we step down to double-A, and 0-2 Springwood squad goes to Chambers Academy. Springwood has been outscored 99-22 through the first two weeks of the season, while Chambers blanked Lee Scott 41-3 in week one and won via the forfeit against Abbeville Christian last week. Chambers won last year's game 53-0, but Springwood leads in the all-time series 29-15 with one tie thrown in there. Moving over to the AHSAA, Auburn High School heads to Prattville for the first region game of the season. Auburn is 2-0 last week's dramatic 16-14 win over Opelika. 
helps lift them up to that 2-0 record. Prattville is 2-0 with a 41-13 win over Wetumpka and a 29-0 win over Stanhope Elmore. Auburn shut out Prattville last season 22-0. Prattville leads in the all-time series 18-17-2 with Auburn looking to tie it up tonight. Opelika got their first win of the season by defeating Sydney Lanier 24-7 last night. The win moves the Bulldogs to 1-2 overall and 1-0 in the region with the big region contest against Ufala looming next Friday. That's it for our region roundup. When we come back, we'll have your starting lineup presented by the Goose Performing Arts Center. You're listening to Lee Scott Football presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Back on the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show, Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you, only about five minutes away from kickoff in the annual Lee Scott Glenwood rivalry game. Before we get to your starting lineups, it's time for the coin toss. Presented by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. If you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. A look at your captains tonight for the Lee Scott Warriors as they head out to midfield. Senior number two, Anderson Grimes. Senior number five, Park Lanier. Senior number seven, Patrick Butch. And then senior quarterback number nine, Tate McKelvey. Look to see what happened here during, during the coin toss. Lee Scott has won the toss, and they have opted to receive. On your radio dial, they will be defending your end zone to your left, and Glenwood will be kicking off from the right. And that is your coin toss presented by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price. Now let's take a listen to your starting lineups presented by Goose Performing Arts Center. Starting lineups presented by Goose Performing Arts Center. Offense. Joseph Horn, left tackle, number 77, junior. Cade Wagoner, guard, 50, senior. Connor Starr, center, number 51, junior. Graydon Ketchum, offensive guard, number 66, junior. Jackson Arnold. Hart, number 72, offensive line, senior. Anderson Grimes, number two, receiver, senior. Jonathan Myers, number four, running back, sophomore. Lincoln, running back, number 21, junior. Tay McKelvey, quarterback, Nine. senior. Defense. Joseph Horn, defensive end, number 77, junior. Jackson Earnhardt, number 72, defense line, senior. K-Webb, linebacker, 
You're starting up presented by the Goose Performing Arts Center. No Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you. We're going to step aside for just a moment. When we come back, we've got kickoff here at Judd Scott Field. AU100 is WAUE, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott. Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Also brought to you by Also Brook Wall Group, Gooch Performing Arts Center, and Russell Building Supply. Now, play-by-play -play announcer, Noah Gardner. Live from Judd Scott Field. At Lee Scott Academy, this is Lee Scott Football, presented by Auburn Express Towing. On the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Lee Scott won the coin toss and opted to receive to start the Auburn Bank first quarter. Glenwood will be kicking if you're on your radio dial working from right to left. Glenwood will be kicking down the field. Lee Scott working from left to right when they get the ball in their possession. Lee Scott, blue tops. Gray pants looking like Ole Miss uniforms tonight. Yes, they do. Yes, and Glenwood they do. trotting out the all gray uniforms with the white numerals and the orange outline with the orange hats. Larry, before we get this thing kicked off, it's almost time for the annual rivalry game. It's almost time. Noah, uh, Glenwood's brought a good crowd over there. Lee Scott people are here. It's good to see people out supporting the high school football, supporting our young people. And uh, I encourage everyone out there, if you've not done that, I'd rather you come out here or go to Auburn, Opelika, Beauregard, anywhere and watch them instead of listen to us and support these young people. But if you can't, we appreciate you listening to us. Weather tonight, it is sunny and 75 here at Lee Scott Academy. Excellent weather for tonight's ball game. Very few clouds in the sky. And we are set to get started here as Glenwood will be kicking off. Back deep to return, Tate McKelvey, and then Andrew Hahn. Andrew Hahn will bring it in at his 10 out of the air. Squeezes through past the 25 and is wrapped up, tackled at the 31-yard line. A solid return for Andrew Hahn to open up the ball game. Yes, it was. That's a good starting spot. Let's uh, put our offense out there and see if they can't move it on down the field. Like Kicker said, for Glenwood tonight, Griffin Montroy. Excuse me there. Like there. we said, we need to... Uh, just work the ball down, pick up first downs. We don't have to go out there and get big plays. Let's just uh, get a little bit at a time. Lee Scott will open up the first drive of the Auburn Bank first quarter. Ryan Deering going to take the snap at quarterback here in the shotgun. Four wide receiver set, running back in the backfield alongside him. Fakes the handoff to Jonathan Myers, throws out into a screen. Tate McKelvey's got it, makes one man miss. He's got a first down and more across the 50-yard line and into the Glenwood 44-yard line before he's pushed out of bounds. They switch the quarterbacks. Brian During will play some tonight as well. Tate McKelvey listed as a starter at QB, goes out there, catches a screen, and takes off down the sideline. Well, I like it, Noah. I just got through saying we need to get small plays, but I'll take a big play. <laughs> well, I said we just need to ease it up the field, but if they want to give us those, let's just go on and take them. Deering will stay in at quarterback. Hahn will check in at running back. Strips to his right in the shotgun. Tate McKelvey in the slot. Snap to Deering. Flat-footed throws on the slant. Hits Tate McKelvey in the hands, and he drops it. And you'll be looking at now second down and 10. 
Yeah, he would have picked up about six that time. But uh, but you know, our line held him out. It was a quick release, but uh, our line did a good job that time. Saul Lee Scott work on this drive in specific a lot in practice this past week. Is that right? Seen those two plays a lot, let me tell you. <laughs> Four wide receiver set for the Warriors. Two split out to each side. Deering will motion McKelvey from left to right. Pitch pass to him. Glenwood breaks into the backfield and gets the tackle for loss. Mike Mellage, the senior middle linebacker, bursting through the line. And there is a five-yard loss for the Warriors. They're back at the logo, 50-yard line, third down and 15. Well, that play went the wrong way. Somebody's got to get in his way. Uh, just stand there. Don't let him run straight on three. Storylines for tonight. Lee Scott looking to bounce back from the 41-3 loss to Chambers in week one. Continually seeking improvement here. These coaches believe in this team, and they're looking for him to turn the corner. What better time than to do it against their rival tonight? Third down and 16 from the 50-yard line. Deering will draw Glenwood offside. Near sideline, Jaron Keaton, the defensive end, hops into the neutral zone, and Lee Scott will get five yards, bring him up third and 11. Yeah, we get that five yards back. I don't know if he changed his cadence up or what, but uh, Glenwood's defensive end did. Got ready to go too quick. You know, I noticed the line has changed. Cade Wagner is, is not playing tonight. He's not even dressed out, so they have made some changes there for him. Four wide receivers setting the shotgun. 4-2-5 alignment for Glenwood on defense. Deering back to pass. Throws on the slant. Looking for Pete Lanier. He's hit, and it's jarred loose, incomplete on the slant. So now it'll be fourth down and 11, upcoming for the Warriors inside Glenwood territory. Move the ball, though, and from a field position standpoint, this yes, is exactly where you want to be. Picked up one first down for sure. Lee Scott will bring the punt team out now. I noticed uh, Jonathan Myers was not in on that series either. But, uh, you know, that's part of it. Matthew Rollator standing back at his own 40-yard line. He was a bright spot on this team a year ago. Yeah. And he's really improved as a place kicker as well as a punter. This is his job back there. And uh, he's just a 10th grader. Low snap, rugby style to his left. The left-footed boot, low line drive. Hit as soon as he caught it back inside his 20 as he was crossing the 15-yard line. You know what? That was great coverage with a low kick like that. Sometimes you worry about, uh, about that guy getting through there. But uh, but Lee Scott got down the field really, really well and uh, and picked him up. So uh, didn't let him return but just a couple yards. So great coverage. Aaron Burton, number 15, the running back, dropped as soon as he caught it. And Lee Scott's got a pin back deep inside their own territory. Possession will start at the 17-yard line. All right, we talked about doing away with big plays, so here we go. Let's see what we can do. Pistol set with two H-backs in front in the formation. Handoff, this one's going to go to Burton. Burton's got around his ankles. Lanier comes up from a safety spot and drags him down. Looks to be about four or five on first down for him. Trying to get the number of the quarterback for Glenwood right now. I believe it's Redonda Beauchamp Jr., the senior at six foot two, one ninety-five. That's about as close to looking like Cam Newton as high in high school as you can get. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. Beauchamp back in the pistol yet again. Two H backs to each side of him. Two wide receivers split out. Well, now motion to H back behind left guard. They're going to go to Burton, big time running back there. Lee Scott fills the gap and drives the pile back about a yard there, but they stuff him. Third down and four upcoming. They did. Good job by the middle of our defensive line. Uh, 
They got more push than Glenwood did in that time. Correction, the man on the carry there was Mike Mellich, that linebacker that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he's a big already, guy. Yeah, he is. He had a great play on defense. Now he's toting a, toting a pick skin for him. Third down and manageable. Nine minutes, nine seconds left here in the first quarter. Tie ball game at 0-0. Lee Scott already had to punt, but it's pinned Glenwood back deep. Five wide formation now on the shotgun for Bo Champ at quarterback. Lee Scott showing blitz, double-A gap blitz. They go out onto the screen. It's blocked well. First down for Glenwood as he crosses the 30. Spin move up to the 35, and it takes four Warriors to drag him down at what looks to be the 37-yard line. There on the reception, number 14, Navelle Dean, six foot 185 senior wide receiver. They executed that play very well. They picked up that uh, the corner over there, blocked him well, and then took... About four, I think you said four Lee Scott guys to bring him down. So good job for Glenwood. Give him credit. First down and 10 now for the Gators, and they're going to stick to the five-wide formation. Three out to Bochamp's right, two to his left. Lee Scott going to show up in man-to-man coverage here. Four-man front, three-man front, excuse me. Read option look, veer play here for Bochamp. Bochamp cuts up field behind left guard and is spun down at the 45-yard line on the quarterback keeper up the middle. Uh, he made a great decision that time not to hand it off. Uh, I think he could tell Lee Scott guys were following that guy coming across really close, and he kept it and went up the middle and picked up about nine yards. Going to get a correction here on our roster. The quarterback is number two, Dallas Crow. Sophomore quarterback at 5'10", 155. Bochamp now split out wide at the wide receiver position at 6'2", 195. So there's the correction there as Crow gets back into the pistol with two players back in the backfield with him. Three wide receiver look. Lee Scott coming with the 3-4 alignment. Read option here. Crow looking to get to the outside. Penalty marker will come out. This might be holding. Finishing up the tackle as Crow crosses into Lee Scott territory at the 50. It'll be Patrick Futch from his safety position to slam him onto the turf. It was enough for the first down on second down and one, but I think this penalty marker is going to bring him back. Yeah, I thought they were holding. And then the referee just said holding. So Break for Lee Scott right there. Make it second down and 11 as Let's Groove tonight starts playing in the stadium. Big fan of the music selection this evening here. Earth, wind, and fire. Let's see if Lee Scott can harness the elements and get a stop here on defense. Let's do it. Three-man front for the Warriors. Two linebackers in the set. A lot of DBs, four safety alignment. Five wide receiver look. Crow, three-step drop, throws out into the flat. Wide open man, and he drops it. Aaron Burton had it in his hands and slid right through, eating popcorn before the game. Yes, sir. He uh, had slippery hands. Like that, <laughs> but again, uh, man, the receivers for Glenwood really block well. They pick up their blocks. And uh, they had Lee, Lee Scott was in trouble that play if he'd have held onto the ball. Seven-minute mark here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Third down and 10 from their own 37, a penalty flag has potentially stalled the Glenwood drive. Lee Scott needing to bow up here. Look at the Warrior defensive lineman, three-man front. Right. They've got a total of 16 or six DBs on the field. Let's hold them, Warriors. Don't let them out. Five wide look for Glenwood. They motion Burton from right to left in the alignment. He's out in the flats. Crow moves to his right, looking to throw. Now he'll take off and run. Lee Scott Good wraps job. him up out of the perimeter. And making the tackle is number 31, Tyler Kennedy. That was a great open field tackle. He played his blocker off and then was there to make the tackle. 
That's going to set up fourth down and seven. I had to check my roster because Tyler Kennedy, a freshman linebacker out there, making a play out in open space. That is that a, a senior play. play. Oh, if he continues that, he will have four great years here playing football. And just think, he's a freshman playing against one of the top teams in the state of Alabama. Great learning. All right, they're going for it on fourth down here, Noah. Fourth down at seven. Looks like they're trying to draw Lee Scott offside potentially here. Play clock down to eight. A couple of hard counts thrown in there, and now Glenwood is going to take the timeout. Lee Scott getting a chorus of applause from the home faithful. Judd Scott Field packed out tonight. Yes, it is. A lot of folks here. A lot the of fired up Lee Scott people, a lot of fired up Glenwood folks. This timeout presented by Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn and communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. We're going to step aside here for 30 seconds, and when we come back, we'll set you up for fourth down at seven. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Back at Judd Scott Field as the Glenwood Gators just punted it away. Redonda Bochamp Jr., high end over in punt. Down, down, no warrior will touch it. And it's spotted at the Lee Scott 32. And it's right back where we started the ball game. There you go. A yard forward in field position where the Warriors began it. They opened up the game at their own 31, now at their 32. Halfway through this first quarter, we're still tied up at zero. And these two teams have each had a possession now. That's exactly right. Um, so far, I'm proud of the Warriors. I'd like for him to put some points on the board this go round. No, is this the heat timeout, or do you know? Or are they just? It's very possible. I believe that is what it is. So, heat timeout here on the field for our ball game this evening. Tied at 0 606. Considering we just went to break, we won't be CBS and we won't have a five minute long commercial break. We'll keep go. it here. What are you seeing out there from the Warriors? Let's talk about that previous defensive possession. Clean tackling. Very clean tackling. Uh, some good open field tackling. Everybody seems to be in their place. The line did not get pushed back. Uh, but one or two plays, I think, we pushed them back other plays. So, so far, so good. Heat timeout over, 6.06 left in the first quarter, tied up at zero. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Tate McKelvey back in at QB will motion Anderson Grimes from the slot to his right side. Jet sweep. Actually, McKelvey will keep it. Squeaks through a hole at linebacker. Ball looked to come out. McKelvey might have gotten back on top of it. And that is the White Hats' official decision. Boy, and it'll be second down and one. That would have been a big turnover. You know, you're not going to get anything but 100% from Tate. And uh, there again, he was doing it there. Quarterback keeper, the jet sweep was used as the fake, and McKelvey squirted up the middle. Second down and one now from the 41-yard line in Lee Scott territory. Solid first quarter so far from the yeah, Warriors playing a yeah. very clean game. No, this is a lot more fun, isn't it? No, when they do well, maybe they can keep it up. Twins to the right. 
offset behind the line of scrimmage is Landry Cochran. McKelvey fakes the handoff to Myers, rolls to his right, throws over the top. Alex Cash, the tight end, hauls it in across the 45-yard line and into Glenwood territory, tackled at the 42. Alex Cash climbing the ladder to haul it in. Great play, yeah, great execution. Alex Cash, junior on this team, wearing number 82, wide receiver slash defensive end. I was asking Noah before the game if he knew Alex, and I, I know some caches. I don't know if he's kin to him. I was just trying to put it all together here. Trips to McKelvey's left, running back in the backfield as Myers in the shotgun. Glenwood showing double A-gap pressure, and the hard count gets him offsides yet again. Neutral zone infraction on the Glenwood Gators. That's twice tonight for the Gators to be jumping on defense, so uh, that's a plus for the Warriors. Five-yard penalty, and this is the furthest that the Warriors have ventured into Glenwood territory. Glenwood yet to cross the 50 in this ball game. Lee Scott winning this field position battle. Let's see if they can get a touchdown here. You're right. You're right. I'm noticing out there for Glenwood, uh, Colton Dempsey, six foot, 217. He's a big boy playing defensive <laughs> tackle. A lot of big guys I, out I, there I for the Gators. I thought he'd been bigger than that when I was just looking at him. McKelvey will snap, will give to Myers, who go behind a pile of Warriors at left guard. Picked Maybe gets about two. a yard. Okay. I was going to give him two. I'll take the two. It looks like, yeah, he yeah. did cross the 35 to about the 34 and a half. So, yeah, yeah he lost misjudged his helmet, it. So he'll have to come out. And there's a stable of running backs as Andrew Hahn will check in. Landry Cochran, you might see him carry it a few times. Patrick Futch as well, another guy who might carry it a few times for the Warriors tonight. They've got some ball handlers. Ryan Deering will now switch over to quarterback. McKelvey will go to the slot. Two wide receivers split out to each side. Glenwood going to bring a double-A gap blitz. Deering out into the slot. McKelvey will catch on the screen. Splits two defenders like it's basketball. Yeah, and gets the first down. down. A four-yard reception there for Tate McKelvey. Look yeah. at him go. Yeah, I, um, I was hoping he was going to take it to the outside, but he turned that into the inside, and they picked up another first down. Ryan Deering switching over from Auburn High School, played some quarterback over there, and now you can see the athleticism that he brings to the table to switch in and out of the quarterback position. Deering has had some good passes tonight, and now he's got twins to his left with McKelvey in the slot. Two tight ends on the right side of the line. Andrew Hahn, the running back to his right offset in the shotgun. Glenwood packing it in. Looked to be a 4-4 alignment. Handoff, this one to McKelvey on the jet sweep, and he slips in the backfield trying to turn the corner. He stopped at the 31-yard line. He'll lose a yard. Yeah, just couldn't quite make the cut. I'll just put in a free announcement right here. If any of those guys at Auburn High School would like to come over here and play, <laughs> let them come on. I'm sure Coach Daniels would love them. We'd love to have them over here. Second down and 12. Ball, ball on the 31-yard line. All right, Warriors, let's move them on down. Two minutes and 42 left in the Auburn Bank first quarter. McKelvey back at quarterback. Trips to his left. Going to spread Glenwood out here a bit. Bootleg to the left. McKelvey throwing across his body and almost picked off. Sliding back into zone coverage there. It was really an athletic play. The right read there from McKelvey. And tracking back, hard to see the number here. This white kind of clashes a little bit with the gray. I think it was Caleb Baker, number 24. Barker trapped back in coverage and uh, almost got an interception, so it's incomplete there. It'll be third down at 12. Lee Scott on the edge of field goal range here for Roll Later. 
after at the 31. Yes, it would be a mighty long field goal for him. McKelvey with two wide receivers to his right. Let's see what they do. McKelvey fakes the handoff, throws on the play-action yes, route underneath, goes to Grimes. Grimes shouldered out of bounds at what looks to be the Glenwood 22. That's not going to be enough for the first down. The line to gain was the 19, so they've got fourth down and three here. So you got some options. You can bring out your field goal kicker, Matt Roll later, and try to split the uprights to get some points, or you can go for it, and the Warriors are going to go. I wonder if... Yeah, they got three out wide. Trips to the left, McKelvey will hard count. Looks back to the sideline, 18 seconds left on the play clock. Glenwood. This would be a great time for them to jump again. No safeties up top. Glenwood has brought all players into the tackle box or on the line of scrimmage in what looks to be about five yards off from their nearest receiver. And Lee Scott will take a timeout with 150 here in the first quarter. And let's see what they elect to do coming out of the timeout, whether or not they decide to take a field goal or if they elect to go for it. It's fourth down and four upcoming. You know, I really think Rollator could hit it from there. Uh, but we'll see what Coach Daniels and his staff decide to do. You'd be looking at about a 40-yard field goal from here at the 23-yard line. This timeout presented by Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn and communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. I think they're going to let him kick it. Rollator is out there on the field with his kicking tee. Still here in the timeout. To be a big momentum push here for the Warriors to get on the scoreboard. See 3-0 up there. Sure it would. Take a picture of it. At some point, they're going to have to punch it in and score a touchdown. You know, Lee Scott, maybe we could go over their line because they've got several. Now, they may have it different here because they're kicking, but there's several different guys on that offensive line this week. Then the Chambers game. Looks like they're missing. Okay. There they go. Tate McKelvey to hold. Matthew Rollator, the lefty, on the kick. Ball is spotted out at about that 29-yard line. You're looking at a 39-yard field goal for Matthew Rollator, the lefty. Ball is going to be on that right hash. Low snap. Rollator puts his leg into it. It is good just barely over the crossbar it uh, crossed over and then bounced back into the end zone so it had a little back spin on it it dropped job. it dropped between the space of the crossbar and then the padding around the underside yes, of Everybody the goalpost on both sides was holding their breath i thought it was short and i waited for the officials yep. and there you have it lee scott up three to zero with the field goal from Matthew Rollator. Well, that's great. Coming with just a little bit left right here in the first quarter. and I'd love for him to be able to put it in the end zone and don't give those guys a uh, chance to return it. Got Beecham back there. Who else is back there for? Avell Dean. Avell Dean and... Okay. Hard to see the other number. Yeah. Again, this white kind of clashing with the light gray silver uniforms. It gets scrunched up a little bit, but Navelle Dean is back to return for Glenwood. As well as Burton, Aaron Burton, also back to return. So Dean and Burton back there standing at about the 15-yard line. I tell you this, after watching that field goal, you, you probably know that about 39, 40, 40 yards is the game about, limit yeah, maybe for Rollator. Right, about as far as he's going to get it. And if I remember 
last week they really tried to keep it kick it away from folks and uh let's see yeah okay got to get some on the other side of the line Lee's got three, Glenwood zero, 150 here. Rollator will put it on the ground, a high bounce, bounces up to the 20. Burton will catch it off of his chest. Looking to get to the outside. Missed tackle there by Kennedy, and now they've got the edge. Across the 40, to the 50, 45-40. Lee Scott tracks him down and spins him out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Two penalty flags back at the Glenwood 40, and this one might be against the Gators. I think it is, Noah. I know I'm for Lee Scott, but... Well, yeah, he, he was holding. He says he wasn't holding, but he was. believe on the tackle there for the Warriors, Miles Zachary was the one to chase down Burton, who got the edge. Man, you hate to rely on those holding penalties, but... Uh, You'll take them. We'll take them. That one, yeah. Three to zero here, 139 left in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Glenwood will break the huddle, and Crow back in at quarterback as three wide receivers running back in the backfield. Running back appears to be Mellage for Glenwood. One tight end on the line. He's on the left side. Fakes a handoff to Mellage. Play action pass at the bootleg here. Crow trying to get around Joseph Orme. He won't let him. Throws on the run. What a heads-up play there because he was looking to tuck it and then threw instead to Bochamp, who was waiting on the curl at the first down marker and then turned up field. He's across the Glenwood 45 all the way up to the 49-yard line. Horn had Crow corralled. Crow was looking to tuck it and run, and then he pulls it right back out well, of his least. tucked position and then tossed it over. Release Scott Horn did a great job, and then their quarterback also did a great job. Crow, just to be aware that that guy was there and picked up about 18 yards. Sometimes it's just better offense. <clears throat> That's exactly right. Under a minute, seconds and counting now. Motion from right to left. Snap for Crow. They'll go to Mellage behind right tackle. Cuts up field. Takes about four, and then he's spun down. Joseph Horn looks to be the man on the tackle. Millage is a load. Big player. We don't have his height and weight on the roster. We have some height and weights tonight, but we did not have his on the uh, roster that was on Max Preps. He's a uh, he's a big man. Second down and six. Under 30 seconds to go in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Lee Scott three, Glenwood zero. Crow stands in with a three wide receiver look. Two receivers out to his left. Lee Scott has five players along the line. Motions from right to left. Crow fakes the handoff, now tries to cut it himself out to the left side. Penalty marker comes out. Lee Scott's right got Crow job. in the backfield, spins him down. Ryan Dennering comes over to make the tackle. Great job. Good defensive play, and I think there's a holding penalty also again. Two-yard loss on the play back to the 50. Crow has spun down with seven and a half seconds left in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Haven't got any word from our official yet. Well, maybe they're not. Was there not a flag? Well, Coach Daniel's checking on it now. Coming out to talk to Coach Daniel. So that's a good sign. If they're coming out to talk yeah. to Coach Daniel, that's a good sign. That's right, yeah. And now someone else headed over to go and talk to Glenwood head coach Gibson. Jason Gibson, the head coach for the Gators. And it does go against the Gators. I'm unfamiliar with that hand motion. I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he was calling for a Coca-Cola or something. I don't know. Let's see how far they back him up. It'll be 15. Must have been on sportsmanlike conduct. All the way back to the 37. 
Wow. Second down and 23 to go for the Glenwood Gators from their own 37-yard line. All right, Warriors, take advantage of it. And that's it for the Auburn Bank first quarter to a chorus of applause and cheers for the Lee Scott faithful here at Judd Scott Field. Warriors head to the sideline after one tonight. They have the lead on the Glenwood Gators. We'll be back with more of Lee Scott football presented by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road.37-yard line. Crow back to pass. Looks for the out route. Throws it. It's caught by Dean. Wrapped up around his shoelaces. He's going nowhere. Take his shoe size and bring him down. Third there down and 15 coming up. One of our captains, Andrew Hahn, just held on. To, he got some extra help from his buddies, and uh, they held him out. Gets up to the 43-yard line. Looking at about third down and... 15 here for the Gators. All right, Warriors, let's have another big play right here. Tight formation, quads at the bottom of your screen if you're watching on the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. Four receivers, they all split out and disperse. Out route caught. Warriors stop them short of the first down marker across the 50. Number 12 for the Gators, Troy Billingsley brought it in, the junior, but he's a good seven yards short of the first down marker as the ball spotted at the 48. Miles Zachary on the coverage and on the tackle right there. Curious to see Glenwood's approach here, if they will kick the ball or if all of that was an attempt to try and put themselves in a position to go for it here. And coming out the punt is Redonda Bochamp Jr. He's got the ability to kick it deep here. He'll be standing at the 40. So, uh, and Tate McKelvey standing at his own 20 back to return the punt. And it's a fake punt. Warriors in the backfield. He's Great going job. nowhere. Great job. Mike Mellich took a direct snap. And Warriors forced the turnover on downs. The disrespect. First down and 10 for the Warriors. They got him stopped at the 50. I think that was Patrick Fouch. Is that how you say that? Patrick Foots got in there on okay. the tackle. You're All right. right. Okay. Great job, great heads up. Heads up play. 
All right, Warriors. Well, wouldn't a touchdown be nice right now? That's right. Ten minutes, 23 seconds here in the second quarter, and Warriors will take over at their own 49-yard line. Breaks the huddle, and McKelvey stands in now. Four wide receiver look, two split out to each side. Glenwood will have a three-man front. Total five DBs on the field, bringing two linebackers to the line of scrimmage. Might be looking to blitz. Grimes from left to right, put into motion. Handoff up the middle. Meyer spinning as he lowers his shoulder, crosses the 50, and what a push-up front for the Warriors. This offensive yes, line did. came to play. Yes, he picks up did. five and is put down. Myers was hit early, but kept that momentum going and rolled off and picked up a couple more yards. Let me tell you, J.J. Myers is a unit, a sophomore. Here's what you got to know about a guy. You want to see if this guy's a player, if he's lifting the iron? Looking at the calves. Look at the calves. Look at the, the thighs. The dude is an absolute unit. He is. He is a thick young man. Only a 10th grader for the Warriors. Hand off to Myers, right side, looks to cut up field. It's taken three Gators to bring him down as he still falls forward. He's going to lose about a yard and a half here as Glenwood snuffed out the play immediately along the yeah, side they, the right uh, side of the line. They, uh, Glenwood's defensive line did a good job playing off our blocks that time. We've got to do a better job on the blocking right there. Third down and six, ball at the Glenwood 47-yard line, 3-4 alignment on the Glenwood defense. They'll split some of those linebackers out wide as defensive backs. Jonathan Myers in the backfield yet again. Two wide receivers to McKelvey's right. Third down and seven, nine-minute mark here of the second quarter. McKelvey rolls to his left. No one was out there. Cuts up field. Sheds one tackler. Sheds two tacklers. Lunges over the 40-yard line for the first down. McKelvey broke two around his waist. He ran to the near sideline where no receivers were, trying to catch Glenwood off guard. Misdirection play there, and he had to break two or three tackles just to get the first down. Yeah, he... Uh... Great job, just a misdirection, like you said, Noah, and uh, it was a run all the way. First down and 10 for the Warriors. Thank Ball you. at the Glenwood 40-yard line. Breaks the huddle, three-wide look. Cochran is the H-back off the right side of the line. Myers still in the backfield with McKelvey, offset to his right. Motions, grinds from the slot left to right. McKelvey hands off to Myers, trips at the line of scrimmage, falls on his chest, and it'll be second down and 10. Yeah, someone just had the hand. I don't know if he tripped over someone's foot or what. But, uh, you know, and if he could have made it right by there, our line did another good job of moving the Glenwood line. Lee Scott, three. Glenwood, zero. 7.54 here in the second quarter. Second down and 10 at that 40-yard line. Ryan Deering now back in at quarterback with four wide receivers. McKelvey moved out to the slot. Deering on two on the hard count. Throws across the middle. Looks for the inside slant to Cochran and completely misses the linebacker standing in his way. Ball comes hot off the hands of Owen Coger, the middle linebacker. Well, that was a bullet. That was a bullet. I'm glad he threw it hard. And uh, I'm just glad they didn't intercept it. Third down and 10 now. Ball at the 40-yard line. Warriors yet to really stretch the field with anything over the top. Glenwood has encroached into the tackle box and has encroached in the backfield quite a few times as well. A lot of aggression here from the Glenwood defense. They play two safeties high now. 
on third down and long. They'll go with the draw play here. Futch will be the one to carry it. End over end tumble as he's tackled in the interior of the linebacking court. It will be three yards gained on the play. He got all the way up to the 37. Fourth down and seven coming up. Ball on the 37-yard line. Warriors playing the long game there, trying to get into a position maybe where they could potentially go for it on fourth down. And that may be what you're looking at here. It could be. Just don't lose any yardage. And if you turn the ball over, turn the ball over downfield towards the goal line. Yeah. Lamont Burton is the one for Glenwood that made a good play that time. Man-to-man -man coverage, press on the outside. McKelvey will snap it. Bootleg to his right, looking downfield. And now he's going to take it a run, and he does pick up the first down. Breaks the horse collar tackle, and there comes the penalty flag out as he gets up to the Glenwood 25. They flooded the right sideline. Folks went downfield. McKelvey said, I'll tuck it and go. Press coverage there. Burns the Gators. Yeah, I was hoping that McKelvey picked that up. When he turned that corner, I could tell that uh, there was no one there, and they could at least pick up the first down, and he picked up more. And I think they're going to tack some more on now for the, the horse collar tackle there. That's going to move the Warriors inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse in Auburn tradition for over 30 years. The 15-yard penalty going to track the Warriors inside the 15-yard line up to the 13 Warriors in the red zone tonight for the first time. Leading 3-0 over the Glenwood Gators. 6.35 left in the first half. McKelvey, hard snap, will now move. Grimes over. Instead, hands off to Han as it was just eye candy for Grimes to move from the slot. Fakes the jet sweep, goes to Han behind right guard, and I believe he just did enough to get back to the line of scrimmage. I think you're right, Noah. We really need to capitalize with seven points right here. Second down and 10. Ball on the 13-yard line deep inside Glenwood territory. Lee Scott moving from right to left. On your radio dial, ball on the far side, hash. And let's see who took the time out here. I think Linwood did. I believe. This may very well be a heat timeout. Well, it could be at six minutes. 5.58 here in the second quarter, and this timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn and communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. 5.58 here. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Lee Scott's got second down to 10 at the Glenwood 13. Warriors lead 3-0. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. You're listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Coming out of the timeout, second down at 10, ball on the Glenwood 13. Lee Scott moving from right to left here at 3-0, your score at 549 left in the first half. 
Ryan Deering getting at quarterback. He'll hard count as Cochran is in motion. Looks out to the left side, overthrows McKelvey on the bubble screen. That looked to just kind of slip out of Deering's hand as he was searching for the play that has worked so well tonight. And the game plan tonight appears to be getting Tate McKelvey out into space. I think that's the way they started the game, and that's what they wanted to go with right there. You know, they played that or ran that play a couple other times, and uh, he just had a little bit too much on it right there. A little too much adrenaline behind it. 3-0 your score. Third down and 10 at the Glenwood 13-yard line. Lee Scott condenses the formation. Two tight ends on the left side of the line. McKelvey pulls to his right on the play action, throws off his back foot to the end zone. Cash catches it, turns up field at the goal line and scores. Touchdown, Warriors! Oh, it's fun to see the Lee Scott folks excited. Buster Daniel high-fiving Warriors everywhere on the sideline. Off his back foot, McKelvey tossed it to the end zone and hauling it in for the score is Alex Cash. Great job. Cash Zach has caught two passes tonight. Exact same play. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that that's who he was throwing it to. Do you know? There was three blue jerseys there back was. there. Just yeah. throw it up there and hope somebody makes a play, and they Maybe did. Maybe that's what it was. 9-0 as Matt Rollator. Kicks it over the All-State good hands, kicking that back there, and it's 10-0. Lee Scott shocking Glenwood here in the first half. Well, all right, let's go. It's glad to see, good to see them excited. Uh, Noah, we were just commenting at that break just a minute ago when they went out about 10 or 15 yards on the field. The entire Lee Scott team was there earlier this year or last year, I don't think we would have seen that. There would have been guys strung up and down the sideline and just the offensive guys would have been there. But that just shows the excitement that they're, that they're having right now. All right, Lee Scott's taking the field, fixing the kickoff. Matthew Rowe later. Lee Scott up 10 to zero on the Glenwood Gators. 5-19 here until halftime. Now you need to stop. You can't let off the gas. Now keep it up. Keep it rolling. You've got them down. Don't give them a breath. Just keep your foot down on them and uh, don't let up. Game plan has worked really well tonight. Now They've it's about continuing to play a tight game of football. Very few mistakes this evening for the Warriors. This roll later will put it on the ground. It was an onside kick. Kick directly to Lamont Burton, the second. I, I don't know if I'd call that an onside kick, but definitely they were not looking to kick it deep after what happened the last time they kicked it deep, which thankfully for a holding call sent a very nice return back into Glenwood territory. But that time, I think they were just trying to pound one past that first line, maybe give the Warriors a chance to get to it at the second level. But that was kind of just an on-the-ground pooch kick. I don't know if that was really an onside kick. And then Lamont Burton did a great job of catching it and falling right to the ground. Heads up on his part. It's going to put Glenwood nearly at midfield. Ball's at their own 48-yard line. Crow will take back over at quarterback. Fakes the head off to his left to try to get him out on the edge. He does have the edge. Turns upfield. Lee Scott does just, just, just enough to trip him up as he crosses the first down marker. Ball spotted at the 40-yard line. He just ran, our, ran faster than I, guys, on that left-hand side. 
Tackled over there in the defensive backfield, far left hash. Glenwood working from left to right now on your radio dial. He was just out of the reach of Reeves Coon. Ball's at the least got 40. Full house backfield here for Glenwood. Motions, 2-H backs to the left side of the line. Crow hands off now to Mellich. Mellich has blockers in front of him. He's running angry, eight yards behind left guard with a nice sizable hole there for yeah, him. Uh, Lee Scott, they got to step back and fill those gaps. That, uh, that offensive line on that left side really, really took advantage of our guys that time. First, first sign of contact was eight yards down the field. Yeah, it was. Clean tackle. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Good job for Glenwood. Second down and two, and Glenwood has wasted no time. Ball at the Lee Scott 34. Motioning over the edge back, back to the left side. They're going to hammer it over there. Goes to yeah. Mellage. Nope, it's yeah, misdirection. Quarterback the keeper back to the right sideline. Miles Zachary's going to push him out of bounds. Does he have enough for the first? I believe he does. Line to game was the 30. And he gets just enough inside the 30-yard line now. He got it by a yard. Well, Miles Zachary, though, heads up play. That's, that's exactly right. He was in his in his spot. Uh, didn't get fooled. Great job. First down and 10, Miles Zachary, the one there, going to be credited with a tackle. First down and 10 at the least got 29. Four minutes left as the clock stops upon his ushering out of bounds. Lee Scott with that three-man front. Six defensive backs on the field. Playing in that dollar formation. Linwood's gonna bunch it inside. Now Lee Scott's gonna bring him back in. Three, four, look. Crow, play action pass, tosses one downfield. A push off back there in the well, second level. I thought so too. And it was hauled in at about the goal line. And that's where he's dropped at that one yard line. And Lee Scott folks are yeah, Letting them know about it because yeah, there's a I bit of a push-off back there. Yeah, he pushed off on Andrew Hahn a little bit right there at the end. I think it could have been called if they'd have wanted to. All right, let's bow up, defense. First and goal from the one after the shot play there from Crow. And now they're going to bunch it in. Heavy set here, three H-backs, Wildcat formation. Direct snap, Burton bowed up, Lee Scott has shut the door. Did he get in? Did the pile push him in? There's not a sign yet. There it is. And there it is. They had the initial stop, and then he kind of rolled over on the pile to the left, and then the pile fell over and in the end zone. Yeah. And there's the Glenwood touchdown. They answered the Lee Scott touchdown within well, two minutes. Did. And what was that? That was the big play that got him down there. You can't eliminate every big play, but make them as few as possible. But a great job of execution by Glenwood. Lee Scott, 10. Glenwood, 6, with 3 minutes and 10 seconds here in the second quarter. Maybe that just gives us enough time to take it down and score another touchdown. Taking the extra point and splitting the uprights. It's Griffin Montroy, the sophomore kicker. Good-looking stroke there as he splits the uprights, and it's back to a three-point ball game, 10-7. to Yeah, just pretty quickly, too. All right, come on, Lee Scott. Three minutes and ten seconds left in the first half. Lee Scott has done what many people would not have expected here in this first half. They came out and played 
that they, they have came out and, and played very, very well. Not that folks wouldn't have expected that, but to be up by three on Glenwood, a team that made it to the state championship last year, this is a big this is a big moment in the ball game now with three minutes and ten seconds yeah, left. Yeah, like, like, you know, if we can take it on down, get some points, but at least hold the ball. Don't give it back to them. Uh, we would love a, a touchdown, but at least move it down the field and uh, at least three points. All right, they're taking the field again. Lee Scott up 10 to 7. They will be back to receive now, working from right to left on your radio dial. Three minutes and 10 seconds remain here in the first half. No Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you in the broadcast booth tonight for Lee Scott football presented by Auburn Express Towing. Tremendous effort from the Warriors so far today. Not giving it an inch. Same fellow will kick off. Montroy to boot it deep. Hahn and McKelvey to return. This one end over end, and it goes out of bounds at the Warrior 15. Was kicked to the far sideline as it had a side spin hurtling out of bounds. And now... We'll see if the Warriors opt to move Glidwood back or if they will take the penalty yardage. Illegal procedure there as the All White right. had motions, and they're going to make him kick again. Okay. I believe you could take it out to the 40-yard line, or you can make him kick again. And honestly, with the two guys back there returning for the Warriors, I don't blame them for making him kick again because – Well, you know, before they – this is their second kickoff for Glenwood of the game, and Lee Scott had a very good return that first game, I think, what, after the 31, something like that? That's right. So, um, you know, tack that on. That's coming on out. And it's not the biggest leg here. And, of course, he missed the, you know, the distance of the field there. He sure. missed, the width, missed the width of the field. Right. So might as well make him kick again because I've seen, I think we saw twice last week, Chambers Academy back-to-back -back times, or two weeks ago, rather, Back-to-back -back times, Chambers Academy kicked it out of bounds. Moves yes, it back total 10 yards. Yeah. Makes a big difference from a field position kidding. perspective. You are not kidding. So now they'll kick it from their own 35. Montroy back out there is going to have to do it again. That's what happens when you kick it out of bounds. And Montroy now look to keep it inside the width of the field. Gets it end over end and high out to the 20-yard line. Han will catch it, and his knee was down on the turf when he caught it. And now that ends up being a blessing for Glenwood as Hans' knee was on the turf, and they've got him inside their own 20 at the 18. And he had room to run. Well, that cost him yardage that time. You're going to grit your teeth, and now that, that kind of adjusts a little bit here what you do from an offensive standpoint because you sure want to score, but you also don't want to give them the ball back either no, with too much time. Make, no, the way they moved the ball down that last time looks like they had a little anger in them, Glenwood, and uh, you don't want them to come and score again right here before the half. 3.09 left until the half. This is a slower-moving Warrior offense too, so do you have enough time to get it all the way down the field? Going to need a big play possibly here. Trips to the left now for McKelvey. McKelvey. Hands off. This one will big go to hole. Myers. Big Myers hole. tumbles over. He's cut down after five. Right, a big hole. Right they side did. of the line is moving earth tonight. They did. They certainly did. They've done a great job all night long. Myers took up five yards. 
Jonathan Myers has a healthy helping of yardage. We'll get some stats at halftime on him. He'll come out. It's back to the sideline for a breather. Once again, an absolute unit. Second down and five. 234 left as the Warriors are going to work some clock. Man-to-man -man coverage, no safeties across the top. They'll move Grimes over from right to left. McKelvey will keep. McKelvey's wrapped up around his waist, surged forward for a yard on the veer play. It's going to set up third down and four now. See if Glenwood opts to take a timeout here on third down to maybe save some time because Lee Scott's going to turn clock here. Yes, they are. Um, third down and four, Warriors. Of course, you may opt to still have those two timeouts regardless of what happens here. I'm interested to see what Lee Scott opts to do, if they're going to run the ball or if they're going to throw it. Well, they that's like they're trying to figure that out too. Myers comes off the field, checks into the ball game as Fudge. And awaiting the play call, Lee Scott's going to take it down all the way and going to call a timeout yeah. here as the play clock drops down to two seconds. And there is the timeout taken by the Warriors. They will have one okay. more remaining in this half with 141 left. Once again, it's keep away right now. That's true. That's true. You don't want to give it to him. Not on that last drive they had. It did not take a minute 41, did it? They went down the field. Had that one big play. And, of course, we're looking up here. We thought he pushed off, but uh, I guess part of the ball game. This timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group. Noel Gardner and Larry Humphrey here to reset the action for you. 141 left in the first half. Lee Scott opened up the scoring with a 3-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. A field goal from Matthew Rollator, 39-yard field goal that just barely squeezed over the top crossbar. You could have fit, barely, you could have fit a piece of paper in between the football and the crossbar that is as it came down and hit the padding of the underside of the goalpost. It was as close as I've ever seen. I thought he missed it, and yeah. then the officials threw up their hands. I said, that really got over. It may have been the difference of the ball just happening to have the right end over end well, at that point. Be. Like, it could have been flat and hit the crossbar. That's exactly right. But yeah. everyone was quiet. Wait, no, everyone knew it was going to be close, both sides. Of course, the, the Warriors responded with a stop and then scored, marched the ball down the field in that second quarter, took a 10-0 lead, and then Glenwood responded in two minutes and made it 10-7. And that's where we're at right now, third down and four. Deering getting at quarterback. He'll take the snap. Hands off left side. Futch has got a haul, surges through it, flipped over. He's got the first down. Give it to him. Patrick Futch running with some intensity there. They flip him over. He gains about 10 on the play, gets up to the 35, minute and a half to go in the that first half. big, big first down right there. What blocking tonight oh, out yeah, on the edge job. and in the inside. That line of scrimmage is moving earth. Yes, they are. This is not a larger Warrior team, but they're playing with a lot of heart right now. Yes, they are. A lot of desire. 114 left in the first half. Lee Scott at their own 34. Deering churning clock, takes the snap, looks to the right, throws in the seam, looking for Cochran. It's at his knees and in front of him into the dirt. Incomplete, 101. Now the Warriors try to kick it into the next gear, maybe move the ball a little bit quicker. Yeah, there you go. Man, Ryan really has a strong arm, doesn't he? He has to stand up there and whip it right over. I wonder how far he could throw it. He's got a cannon, I'll tell he you does. what. He does. He really does. You know, I was at practice at the beginning of the 
the beginning of fall camp around that time, and I start hearing them use the words four verticals. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. throw the football. Tate McKelvey back in at QB. He's got a big arm as well. Second down at 10, 101 here. Four wide receiver. Look, they go QB draw. There's some open space there as Glidwood over pursued. Surges ahead for four yards, and he's wrapped up around his waist. Just shy of the 40-yard line. He's up to the 39, 54.7 seconds left to the first half. Glenwood's called a timeout, I believe. And they do. They do take the timeout. They'll have one remaining, so one apiece left for both of these teams. Third down and six. Ball on the 40-yard line. See how Lee Scott approaches it. We'll take a quick break here, a 30-second timeout here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's third down and six, 54.7 seconds left here in the first half. Ball in the 39, Warriors will snap. They'll hand off to Futch. Futch gets back to the line of scrimmage at left guard. And I believe Glenwood's going to take another one. They do. They'll, yeah, they they'll spend their last time out with 49.6 seconds left here until halftime. Not a lot of time to work there, especially with no timeouts here in high school football, but they did have the shot play on the previous drive. Lee Scott's played really buttoned-up football here. Done a great job. Going to need to make sure they don't give up the big play upon giving the ball back to Glenwood. This is where you need an excellent punt. Rollator really, last year you saw what he had as a place kicker. You saw the potential in him as a freshman. You saw the leg has already split it upright from 40 yards today, and he's a sophomore. Yeah. Excellent soccer player, but where he's really evolving at this point is as a punter. Yeah, and they said that he has really worked hard during the offseason to improve. And it's, it shows. And you know, hey, two more years, he could really, really get better and better. Do you remember his first kick of last season against Macon East? And it was very wide right of the uprights. And look at how far he's come from that You're moment right. to now where he's got the confidence to go out there in a rivalry game in yeah. front of his home crowd yeah. and split a 40-yarder. And if, and if you think about it, last year he was a freshman. stuck. I'm sure he had major jitters. Oh, I'm sure. But he, uh, but he's done a great job. And he did a great job last year. That's right. Really good. Really, yeah. really emerged. He, he, yeah, he came on back. and He was a weapon. I talked to him the other day and said, man, you had like three onside kicks last year. So he'll come out to punt now. Rugby-style punt. This one great spiraling. Punt. Goes back inside the 20. Navelle Dean trying to get away, and he will go nowhere. He'll go backwards, actually, and lose four as he was trying to stiff-arm Patrick Futch. And Futch said, nah, mm-mm. Great job by Patrick right there on the coverage. I was really surprised that he caught it. And uh, we're going to have a hard time choosing a Lee Scott Sports Network Player of the Week after this week. Yeah, we will. Maybe somebody will come out and score about four touchdowns in the second half and make it easier on us to have four interceptions and a, a defensive guy. Make it a little easier on us. 
39 to 3. Excuse me, 39.3 seconds left in this first half. 10 to 7. Lee Scott up. Crow in the shotgun. Five wide receiver formation. Lee Scott showing pressure. They'll bring five. Screen pass out to Dean. He bobbles it. Now he's got a seam. Right sideline diving tackle at the 30. Shoved out of bounds as he launched out of bounds at about the 34. That's why they have it spotted. I don't know who dove at his hip from the other side of the field. It looked to be 31 for the Warriors. Tyler Kennedy, the freshman, that may have been a touchdown saving tackle because there was a tunnel to run through. I thought he was gone. I really did. He's out to their own 34 now. 31 seconds left in the first half. Lee Scott trying to hold on to the three-point lead until halftime. Well, we'll give them the field. Let's just don't give them any points. Four wide receivers set. Crow has a running back to his right. It's Burton. Tighter formation. Crow, three-step drop. Throws the out route looking for Dean. He catches it on the run. Gets out of bounds. And ushering him out of bounds is Miles Zachary. Check that. Excuse me, not Miles Zachary. Drew Guy, the junior, will get him out of bounds. You know, for the Warriors that time, Reeves Coon really put a lot of pressure. It took, he beat really two of their offensive linemen. So, uh... Heads up for him. I've noticed also out there this first half, we have a freshman on the defensive line, Cam Arwood. He's played a great game. I don't think we've called his name, but he has really, he's really made some great plays. 23 seconds left in the first half. Lee Scott, 10. Glenwood, 7. First down and 10 at the 45. Glenwood territory. Crow spins out of some pressure. Shovels one towards his own sideline as he ends up on the turf. He's won a penalty flag as he took a hit. The hit coming from Dallin Bush. And that ball went incomplete out of bounds. But let me tell you about Dallin Bush. That guy, shoulder pads high, looks like an old school linebacker. All he needs is the neck pad. Dallin Bush wants to do some damage. I'd say give it to him if that would help him. <laughs> Players don't wear the neck pad no, enough at linebacker. It makes why. you look meaner. It makes you look tougher. Yeah, I don't, I've not seen any. He's trying to get him fired up right now. Bush is pumped up, and so is Coach Buster Daniel getting the crowd on their feet as well. He's getting them amped up. Crowd getting on their feet. Cheering now, 14.3 seconds left in the first half. Second out of 10 from their own 45. Crow has two wide receivers to each side. Five-step drop, standing back at his 35. This one launched down into the seam. It's behind his man. Lee Scott trying to stop him before the end zone. They do have him down inside the five. That looked to be Bochamp who hauled it in. Hustling down the seam. That's just an instance where you got some speed. 5.2 seconds left in the first half. Glenwood trying to get up to the line. The clock will start, and he will spike it with 3.6 seconds. Glenwood has it all the way down to the four-yard line. It'll be second down and goal. One more play here to work. Lee Scott's going to have to shut him out unless Glenwood's going for the field goal. There you go. Um, big play. We talk about big plays. Big plays make, make a difference in ball games every game. And I, I don't think the Warriors did anything wrong there. It's just an instance where the quarterback literally just steps back, launches one into the steam, threw it really to a spot, yeah. and Bochamp ran onto it and caught it. Actually yeah. almost yeah. outran it. Yeah. Bochamp may be the fastest player out here between these two teams. Oh, I'm sure. He, he's got a lot of speed. He really does. I'm kind of shocked that it took Glenwood this long to really opt to start airing it out like yeah, this. Yeah, they may do that in the second half. Warriors come back out on defense after the spiked ball. Lee Scott took a timeout there, this timeout presented by Alsobrook Law Group. 
Big moment here for the Warriors. 3.6 seconds left until halftime. Warriors clinging to this three-point lead, trying to take it into the locker room. Imagine how amped up this group will be if they can get this stop. Oh, man. This is a big play. Big, a big time in this ball game right here with five seconds left. See what Glenwood opts to do. Is it a field goal or is it I think the offense? The touchdown. I really do. Offense is back out there. Crow is in the pistol set. He's got two H-backs to each side of him. Mellage is the running back, the big middle linebacker there. Two wide receivers split out to each side. They put 1.6 seconds left on the clock, 5.2 seconds. The back shoulder pass is caught for the touchdown on the slant route. He finds Jaden Benefield, threw it behind him, spins, catches it. Glenwood takes the lead with .8 seconds left in the first half. That really hurts momentum. And, but, hey, we talked about it at the beginning. Leadership now, let's find somebody to pick these guys up and say let's get going again. With 51 seconds left, Glenwood had the ball at their own 13-yard line. Venture down the field, and now they have a lead with .8 seconds left in the half. Oh, a fight. And they throw it out onto the perimeter, pulled it back out from underneath their kicker, and it works. Mellage is waiting there, and Glidwood will now take the five-point lead as the two-point conversion works for the Gators. Well, that surprised me. I don't know if that's something they were just working on or thought they needed to do. Oh, my, Noah, we two big plays. The last two series that Glenwood's had the ball and uh, two touchdowns, 14 points. How much time was it when they scored their first touchdown? Way on into the second quarter, wasn't it? Well, Lee Scott had scored with about five minutes left in this first half. It's yeah. been a very long last five minutes, a lot of timeouts taken, and Glenwood, like a sponge, has squeezed all the liquid out of it. Yep. 15 to 10, 0.8 seconds left here in the first half, and Lee Scott will be back to receive. Would be shocked if Glenwood just kind of pooches this or puts it on the turf. Yeah. Got to make sure you're still checked in mentally here for the Warriors. You're the, you've played a very good first half. Your game, your game oh, yeah. plan has worked. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't You got another half to go. Let's see what you can do. Do it again. Glenwood takes the lead. On the slant route, caught by Benefil, and then they pulled the two-point conversion on the fake field goal. They've ran a fake punt tonight and a fake field goal. They have. Sure have. All right, Warriors. Be awake. Kickoff is rolled on the ground. Cash fumbles it and now dive back on top of it after the muff kick, and that will be how the first half ends. Warriors play their game plan here though very nicely. A buttoned up first half and they lead, or they trail right now 15 to 10. Held a lead for the entire first half until literally .8 seconds left in that first half and Glenwood strikes back. They trail Glenwood 15 to 10 at halftime but we got a ball games on our hand and we'll step aside for just a few minutes. When we come back we've got the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show coming up. We'll break down the first half, get you some first half stats as well. Noah Garner and Larry Humphrey back in just a moment. The Beach Boys, live in concert. Over five decades.
decades of timeless hits. October 5th, the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. The Beach Boys 2021 Feel Flows World Tour. Tickets on sale now at goosecentertickets.auburn.edu. VIP packages available at thebeachboys.com and mikelove.com. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by a brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC.
Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika. Or give them a call at 334-737-6645. Hey, it's Dave from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner here with you at halftime for some first half stats. As Lee Scott trails Glenwood in their annual rivalry game, just 15-10, Warriors held a 10-0 lead at one point with five minutes left just about, or just a little under six minutes, rather, in that first half. They held a 10-0 lead. Glenwood roared back with 15 unanswered here. Lee Scott opened the ball game with the football. In the second half, Glenwood will be the one to receive. Lee Scott played as buttoned up as you possibly could. We'll take a look at some of these first half stats. 70 passing yards, 50 rushing yards for the Warriors, so 120 total yards for Lee Scott there in the first half. McKelvey, the leading passer with three completions for 39 yards and a touchdown. McKelvey also the leading rusher with 26 on the ground. Leading receivers here. Man, McKelvey can do it all. In addition to being the leading rusher and the leading passer, he also subsequently happens to be tied for leading the team in receiving yards at 31. Ryan Deering, those other 31 passing yards credited to him. McKelvey doesn't have the touchdown, though. Alex Cash also tied for the lead for the Warriors with 31 receiving yards. So Alex Cash with the 31 receiving yards and the touchdown. Ryan Deering leading the team on the other side of the ball. Who said that a quarterback can't play both ways? This man's leading the team in tackles with four up to this point. He had three in the second quarter, one in the first. A couple of guys with three tackles, Miles Zachary out on the edge at cornerback, as well as Andrew Hahn making some solid tackles out on the perimeter. Sure tacklers out there. A couple of guys with two. You've got Tyler Kennedy, the freshman, getting out there. Patrick Futch, who has been a key cog today at safety, as well as Pete Lanier also there across the top. And then your guys with one tackle tonight, Drew Guy, Joseph Horn, and Reeves Kuhn. And that's a look there at your first-half stats for the Lee Scott Warriors as they trail the Glenwood Gators 15-10 to here at the end of the first half. You're listening to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. We're going to break away for just a moment when we come back. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey will be back with you here to break down some of what we saw in the first half. Stay tuned here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Ziggy Marley comes to the Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University, October 6, 7.30 p.m. for a celebration of his father, Bob Marley. This celebration will feature Ziggy performing some of his father's best-known material, plus a few personal favorites. Ziggy Marley. Tickets are available now at the box office and online at gooshcentertickets.auburn.edu. Our family serving yours. That's the unique experience of our home pharmacy. Your one-stop wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets. Offering COVID and antibody testing, as well as the COVID vaccine. Plus a gift shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor. Whatever makes you feel good. And our home pharmacy is all about safety, with drive through curbside pickup, and delivery available. Stop by at Moore's Mill and Ogletree Road and follow Our Home Pharmacy Auburn on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 Second Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. The Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. 
time on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Warriors played an excellent first half. They're in the ball game, only trailing Glenwood 15-10 here at halftime, but held as much as a 10-0 lead on the Gators with about 5 minutes and 51 seconds. I believe that was the exact time in the first half remaining that Glenwood got the ball back and now has since retaken the lead. Larry, what are some of the things that you saw in the first half? I saw a lot of heart, a lot of folks trying, um, a lot of enthusiasm even on the bench for Lee Scott. You know, just a lot of want to. Those guys that were out there on the field, they were giving it all. They were. Um, most of the time they're smaller. They may be a little bit slower, but they're making up tonight for it in heart. Lee Scott Band now taking the field for the Warriors with seven and a half minutes here left until the start of the third quarter. Glenwood will receive to start the second half as the Warriors won the coin toss to open up the ball game. They elected to receive and I'll be honest with you, Larry, it seems like Lee Scott has played their game plan to perfection. I think they have. I think they have. And, and like you said, 15 to 10 and with just .8 seconds is when they scored their last touchdown and then made the uh, two-point conversion. So, um, hey, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You're playing one of the best teams in the state of Alabama in uh, private school football, and you're doing a very good job holding them, so let's just keep it up. Keep it up. Lee Scott trailing 15-10. to 10 to the Glenwood Gators. We ran through some of those first half stats for you. Tate McKelvey is leading the team in passing, rushing, and receiving. Tate's one of those guys that you see a lot of heart. You know, we saw heart out of him last week. He is a winner. He's going to be a winner in life wherever you put him. I don't know what his plans are, but he is going to be something. A special young man. There's a lot of guys on this team tonight that have uh, that showed a lot of heart. Kind of people that you want to work for your companies and a lot of the, the people that you want growing up, graduating, going out into this world, leading us around. Watching practice this week, I went out there earlier this week, I believe on Wednesday, and, and seeing this team get out there for the first time in pads this week due to the hurricane running through. I saw them run several plays over and over and over and over again, tried to establish perfection, tried to establish excellence on those plays. And we've seen them run a lot of those plays several times tonight, and they've worked. And that's been that screen pass that they've been getting out there to McKelvey, and McKelvey's made some plays with it. Yeah, well, that is uh, something new. I had not seen that before, but um, you can tell that they've worked on it. And, and I would not be surprised if they come back here and use it in the second half. So it's worked so well, and I'm sure they, if it continues to work well, they're going to use it all year long. Keys to the second half as Lee Scott tries to come back and win this ball game. I think just keep keep the momentum up, keep keep your heart in the game, and do not give up. And again, Noah, we can say this every single time: cut down on big plays. Um, I don't. We've not fumbled the ball tonight at all, have we? They fumbled it one time, but we recovered it, it right back. back. Yeah, yep. they dropped it. He fell on it. But you know, we've not had any turnovers. And um, keep that up. But limit big plays. Always, always big plays. And aside from the two balls that were thrown downfield there in that second half, Glenwood wasn't taking shot plays. And yeah. then they woke up and decided to start taking some shots downfield, and it's worked for them. Yeah, I, I hope they don't continue that. I hope. I'm sure that we'll see two or three more of those 
as the night goes on. They've got some very fast receivers. Of course, A.J. Harris, a top 25 player, not in the state of Alabama, but in the entire country in the 2023 recruiting class. He's out tonight, but Navelle Dean, he's fast. Redonda Bochamp, he's fast. And then they got two big bruising running backs and Burton and Mellage. A little bit different of a looking Glenwood team that was senior late last year and took them all the way to the state title. This Glenwood team, you know, in Rocky Ford, they say the Russian was cut. Right now, the Russian's cut. You're right. You're exactly right, Noah. Um, like, like you say, they've got some speed and they've got some big bruisers. So it uh, will be interesting to see who shows up here in the second half. Lee Scott comes back out here on the field to finish some warm-ups before the end of the first half. That's going to do it for us here on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. We'll come back in about three minutes and get you, start, get you set up for the start of the second half. That's it once again for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Lee Scott trailing here at the beginning of the third quarter, 15-10 to 10, to their rival, the Glenwood Gators. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334 6645. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram.
We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. AU100 is W-A-U-E, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the third quarter of Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Beginning of the third quarter here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you. For Lee Scott football, presented by Auburn Express Towing, Lee Scott trailing 15-10 to 10 to the Glenwood Gators here at the start of the third quarter. They held a lead of 10-0. Larry, before we set up the second half here, what's Lee Scott got to do to win the ballgame? I think they got to keep going. I love the, the way they've swap their quarterbacks up. Um, I think they've done that at the appropriate time. Both of them have done a great job. Uh, but cut Glenwood's big plays out as much as you can. They're a great team. You, you know, I keep saying that. The Glenwood is very, very good. And their job is to make big plays. But if we can just slow that down, that just gives us such better chance of being in this ballgame. Lee Scott won the toss to open up the ball game, and they elected to receive. They decided, hey, we're going to throw punches first. And that's exactly what they did. Took yes, the 10-0 lead, and the game plan has worked. Yes. They only trailed by five here. They were yes, not they passive. They were aggressive. Yes, they wanted the ball, and uh, they made it pay. All right, they're taking the field, Noah. Getting ready. Lee Scott to kick off and roll later, puts it end over end on the ground. It's muffed by Glenwood, and then he is laid out at the 40-yard line. Lee Scott, Scott recovered it. Ball is out. Warriors got it. They start off the second half with the football. Well, they're going to get it the first half and the second half. The mass of humanity on the far sideline. You didn't see the ball pop out. All you see is a warrior running out with it, holding it like the Olympic torch. I'm pretty sure it was Andrew Hahn that got the ball. That was not an intentional onside kick. No, I don't think I don't think that was planned. I do not. I think it was just a squib kick that was muffed, and Lee Scott flew in like torpedoes. Yeah, I think they meant to kick it that way, but they didn't mean for it to be a uh, an onside kick. 11:52 here in the third quarters. Warriors take over at the opposing 40-yard line. Working from left to right in your radio dial. Glenwood going to bring pressure. McKelvey will keep. Shoots up the middle. Juke move and spun down after eight on first down. He's up to the 32. Good job by our line, but also great job by Tate McKelvey. Very shifty runner right there. There was four or five Gators yeah. in the middle there. That's exactly right. And he misses all of them. Yeah. McKelvey is a man on a mission right now. Senior year, he wants to beat Glenwood. I think he has a taste of it. I really do. Second down and one. Ball on the Glenwood 31-yard line. Ten yards away from that red zone. Warriors going to break the huddle. McKelvey in at quarterback. Trips to his right. Deering is in the slot. McKelvey goes on two. Rolls to his right. Bootleg pressure in his face. Throws with it on his face. Throws on the run. Dive. 
diving catch at the 21-yard line. Ryan Deering hauls it in. Quarterback to quarterback. You know, in high school, well, always, there's a lot of times your quarterbacks are your Bath athletes, and those two are showing it right there. Out to the 22-yard line, first down Warriors as Deering Dovin caught it, extended out of his hands, and hauled it in. Excellent play for the Auburn High transfer. Yeah, he laid out that time, and it turned out great. First down and 10, hand in the face there for McKelvey and yeah, threw it. Yeah, he did. You know, this just this drive like this has to give these guys confidence. Twins to his left, Grimes in the slot. Boy, Glenwood is really close up on the line. And they bring the blitz. Three Gators crash in on the HB dive play given to Jonathan Myers, who is crunched at the 24-yard line, and it's a loss of two. Yeah, Jonathan's limping. He, um, he came into the game with a, a sore ankle. Last year dealt with that a little bit as well, has the ankle brace on that right ankle. Yeah, Glenwood was, they knew they were, I don't know how they knew, but they knew they were running the ball. They had everybody up close. Second down and 12, ball at the Glenwood 24. Grimes will come in motion from right to left out of the slot. Option look here, McKelvey will keep it. Grimes is following the backfield. McKelvey cuts up field, sheds two tacklers just to get two yards. He's back to the original line of scrimmage. McKelvey just put his head down and plowed for every bit he got. Looking at third down and 10 now at the Glenwood 22-yard line. Nine minutes and 23 seconds remaining here in this third quarter. Glenwood 15, Lee Scott 10. I'd love to pick this first down up right here. Line breaks the huddle first, and now McKelvey will break it as well. Splits out two receivers to the right side. Cochran is the H-back. Myers in the backfield as well. Fakes the hand off to Myers. McKelvey will keep it. Beer play. McKelvey's got two men on his back, and he carries inside the 10-yard line. Two First men, down, Warriors. Men. Tate is a winner, isn't he? He wants it. He wants it bad. I don't know too many people that would want to give a Gator a piggyback, Bride, and he gave two there. He did. And then there took extra ones to jump on to stop him. Into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Lee Scott knocking on the door. First down and goal from the nine-yard line. This is the worst place you would want first down and goal from. There you go. Two rod receivers to his right. Futch is the running back in the backfield. They go to Futch. Behind right guard cuts up field. Spinning down. Takes two gators. One around his waist. One across his top. He lurches forward, possibly gets it up to the five-yard line, goes to the football touch at four yards there on first down. Yeah, that was a good run right then. He uh, he stuttered just to give the a little juke to him, and it paid off and cut back to the left and got on up in there, gained a little bit more. That's what you needed on first down and goal from the nine-yard line. That's exactly right. They head to the line right now. All right, Warriors, we need a touchdown right here. McKelvey with two tight ends in the formation, one to each side. Fakes the handoff. McKelvey keeps, dives for the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors! 
Good job, Tate. Good job. Left side of that line. Moving them out of the way. Read option look there for McKelvey. Dives for Paydirt. And Lee Scott's back in front. There you go. That's the way we like it. 16 to 15, Lee Scott up on Glenwood with 7.23 here left in the third quarter. Gradham Ketchum, Connor Stewart both on that left side of the line, moving people out. Matt Rollator sneaks it inside the left upright, give him the two-point lead. Lee Scott in front yet again. This reminds me a little bit of last night's Ohio State-Minnesota game. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. I know Ohio State was the team that went up 17 to 14 and then ended up kicking the door down late. Right. Maybe you'll have some of that similar fortune tonight. Well, that would be great. That would be great. 17 to 15 now as Lee Scott burst onto the scene. It was an unintentional onside kick that Glenwood buffed at the start of the second half. Lee Scott flew in like a bunch of torpedoes, blew up the play, got on the football, ran out with it was Andrew Hahn, and then the offense got on their horse and ran. 17-15. So a break that turned out for Lee Scott, and they capitalized on it and got a seven-point shot of it. You know, earlier we were talking about we were going to have a hard time finding somebody for a Lee Scott player of the game because so many guys have been showing out. I'll tell you, McKelvey's making an impact tonight at halftime. We said he led in passing, rushing, and receiving categories. He's got the touchdown pass tonight. He's also got a touchdown run as well, accountable for both scores for the Warriors tonight as far as touchdowns are concerned. His name is certainly in the park. Warriors back out to kick yet again. Up by two in the third quarter. Matthew Rollator on to kick. They'll go at it again, bouncing this one up high. Mellage will catch it and now cut up field. It's going to take three or four Warriors to cut him down. He's at the 49. That's a big old boy when he gets to running like that. Crosses into Lee's territory. Now Lee Scott's defense is going to have to play. He's a big fella. He is. All right, D. Landry Cochran will hobble off the field on his own. Looks like he's just trying to walk it off just a bit. Trainer will head over them to him on the sideline. We'll keep folks updated on Landry Cochran throughout the ballgame. Two wide receiver look. Full house backfield for Crow in the pistol for the Glenwood Gators. Lee Scott with the 3-4 set up on defense. Fakes the handoff. Crow looking for the deep post across the middle. Navelle Dean catches it between Miles Zachary and Andrew Hahn in coverage. Well, step for step with him, but Navelle Dean yeah. did have just a little bit on him. Just catches it and brings they, it down. They had good coverage. Andrew made the tackle there, but it was decent coverage. I really thought to start with we might come up with interception almost, but... Uh, 18-yard reception there on first down for Glenwood on the deep post route. It'll be first down and 10 now from the Lee Scott 31-yard line. Lee Scott now back on defense after retaking the lead here in the second half. Motioning from right to left. This is a hand off the bow jab, and he is swallowed. Dallin Bust, the wrecking crew, slapping his helmet. I think someone told Bush what they were running because he went straight there. He read that very well. Dallin Bush, the junior linebacker, 
Busted through into the backfield. That's a loss of six on the play. Yeah, that was a big play. Let's make it count even more right here. Don't let it go for nothing. Six minutes left here in the third quarter. Lee Scott 17, Glenwood 15. They'll fake the jet sweep. Screen pass over to Dean, over pursuit, and now Dean on the tunnel screen crosses the 20. Diving is Deering. Deering loses his helmet and trips him up from behind as he crosses inside the red zone to the 12-yard line. The tunnel screen pass, the throwback tunnel screen there. That's out of the Gus Malzahn playbook. Yeah, that was. Um, we overran it. Pete Lanier came over to finish him off. Gonna be time for a heat timeout again. This timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group. Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn and communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. We're gonna take this timeout here, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Lee Scott 17, Glenwood 15. Ball on the Lee Scott 12-yard line as we're in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Hand off, Burton sheds two tacklers. Bush has him around the ankles. Good Took his job. shoe and threw it into the backfield, too. And there's the penalty flag. Yeah, I, knew. Can't I can't believe that. I've seen that twice in a year. Florida LSU game last year. Is that right? That's right. And there's Man. the unsportsmanlike conduct there on Bush. That's big. I think that's going to be half the distance to the goal. That's tough. That may be an automatic first down as yeah, well. Yeah, he's smarter than that. He is. Yes. And Buster Daniels is going to give him an earful out on the sideline. That little lesson right there may follow that young man the rest of his life. And it's a good lesson. We're looking at second down still. It's about second down and four. And a penalty flag comes out, and I think there's going to be a substitution penalty against Glenwood. Lee Scott's about to get those yards back. They are going to get the yards back. Brings them back to the 11-yard line. Second down and nine, so really only a difference of plus one there after that penalty. The unsportsmanlike conduct against Bush. Yep. I'll tell you, Bush is playing out of his mind. I love the energy that he's got. Yeah, he's another one that we can put his name in the hat for. That's right. He is anchoring down the defense. Good job well done tonight so far. He's getting some water right now on the sideline. It's second down and nine. Five minutes to go here in the third quarter. Glenwood 
with Crow bringing on another man. There's some miscommunication right now for the Gators. Yeah, they're struggling. Five seconds left on the play clock. They finally get set. Two seconds left. Press coverage on the outside. Crow moves to his right. There's a man spying him. Throws the out route. One-handed catch at the first down marker on the out route. And that's Bochamp who hauled that in on over his shoulder with the one-handed yeah. grab. Yeah. Question is, is that a first down? It is not. Third down and what is going to be inches. This would be quite a math problem to figure out how much there is left to go. Yes, it would. Third down and one. All right, defense, let's rise to the occasion. Third down and one. Ball on the Warrior three-yard line. A slant route scored it from about right here for Glenwood back in the first half. They go QB sneak, squeak behind left guard, penalty marker out. And this is probably going to be an illegal procedure against Glenwood. As Bush will check back into the ballgame for the Warriors, and there's the penalty. It goes against Glenwood. The QB sneak for the first down is going to be negated. The chance of you can't do that from the Warrior faithful. A lot of penalty flags on Glenwood tonight. Yeah, I'm really surprised. I really am. Five-yard penalty, backs him up, third down and six. Really, third down and 5.2. <laughs> Four and a half to go here in the third quarter. All right, defense. As the toll bell rings, four minutes, 22 seconds left to counting. 13 seconds left on the play clock. Linwood gets into the shotgun, trips to the left for Crow. Dirty jersey there for Crow right now as he has seen the dirt a lot tonight. Crow has pressure, and there he is around the knee. Broke down. Dallin Bush gets back out on the field and gets the sack for the Warriors. Good job. His motor is really running tonight. Dallin Bush gets up a little slowly, looks to be favoring a shoulder there. Maybe just Man. had the breath knocked out of it. <laughs> they came after the play was really dead. The ball was laying on the ground, though, and he dove on it. That was that was uh, Alex Cash who got up a little gingerly. He was the one who dove on it. Bush was the one who got the sack. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. Warriors, you can see flames on their helmets, playing like their head's on fire. 17 to 15, fourth down 17. Ball's on the 19-yard line. It's going to be a 38, excuse me, check that, a 36-yard field goal. And a penalty flag comes out from the end zone. Maybe a delay game. This one came from the end zone. Yeah. Oh, they're going to back Lee Scott up. What would that have been? Well, no uh, illegal substitution came against the Warriors, and now they're going to have to hustle another out. Cam Harwood got out, and now it is fourth down to 12. He's going to be taking this one from the 14, so make this a 31-yarder for Montroy. Pressure is coming, almost blocked. This one's up, and to the left, no good. Wide left, Warriors hold the lead. It's been quite some time since I have seen Judd Scott Field this amped up You're in a exactly game like right. this. You're exactly right. No, um, Bush is really hurting right now. I think when he fell on that ball, he may have. I hope he didn't crack the rib or anything like that. 
was hoping it was just the breath knocked that off of it. The way he's played tonight, we can use that enthusiasm all year long. All right, offense. Down the field. Warriors hold on to the lead. They scored a touchdown to open up the second half. Can they do it again? Three minutes and five seconds left of the third quarter. They're up 17 to 15. Four wide receiver. Look, McKelvey will motion Grimes from left to right out of the slot. Won't hand off. McKelvey will keep it himself. He's got a lead blocker. He's got some space. He's got a seam. Superman launches himself over the 32 for the first down. Good job, McKelvey. I don't know what fire has been put into this offensive line for the Lee Scott Warriors. Their manhood was checked this past week in practice. They had them hitting all during the bye week. Said these guys had to get tougher, and today said this several times. They're they moving earth. It. They have showed it. They certainly have. And it's just five men on the offensive line on that previous yeah, play. Yeah. Now they get to a heavier set. Two tight ends on the left side of the line. It's Cash and Cochran. McKelvey still in at QB. First down and 10. Ball at their own 35-yard line. Two wide receivers to his right. Myers is with him in the backfield. Fakes the handoff to Myers. Moves to his left. Flooding receivers to the right. Throws over his shoulder. And it's going to be picked off at the Lee Scott sideline. Catching it just inside that 50-yard line was number 42 for Glenwood, Camden White. Lee Scott coaches are infuriated because they said he was... Did not have control of Right. Said he was bobbling the football out of bounds. I could not see because the players covered it up on the sideline. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. But there's the interception, and McKelvey, tough decision there. It's going to put the Warriors back out on defense with 217 here, left in the third quarter and a two-point lead. Yeah, and was a lot closer than you'd want them to be. This is where the Glenwood drive started on their previous possession. Lee Scott held them out. Defense back on the field, needing another stop. Four wide receiver look. Gators in the shotgun. Crow, five-step drop. Steps back, throws. Caught on a curl route in the slot. Nine yards down the field, ten yards down the field. They give them the first down. The reception credited to Troy Billingsley, the junior wide receiver. All right, you got to dig down deep, Lee Scott. Let's go. First down and 10 as Joseph Horn's going to check out of the ball game for a moment. <clears throat> Substitutions on the Warrior defense. They're playing four safeties high. Yeah, they got three on the line coming after them. Glenwood in the pistol. Lee Scott 3-4 alignment. Crow keeps it himself. Read option look, left side. Breaks one at the line of scrimmage. Sidesteps and slides about five or six yards down the field, and Lee Scott brings him down. Look very similar to uh, Tate McKelvey then coming through. Bunch a little slow to get up. It's like he's working out his ankle there, and now he's sure-footed again. He's good. Second down and four after the six-yard carry. There's a flag over here, Noah. Near sideline. It's over by the Warriors sideline, and it does. It goes against the Gators. Penalty markers all over the place. Someone has dropped a bunch of yellow T-shirts everywhere on the field tonight for the Glenwood Gators. They have. Yeah, Glenwood has been penalized quite a few more times than Lee Scott. Glenwood had just broke the huddle before they could even march them back. Yeah. And that's going to set them back now. First down. Odd placement. Uh, this will be first down and 15 or so, I guess. Yeah, we'll go first yeah, down and 15, 15 from the yeah. 43. New set of chains. 
Motioning Billingsley from right to left out of the X position. Hands off. Dallin Bush won't let, excuse me, that's Landry Cochran who got the waist of the running back Burton who was looking dangerous as he crossed the line of scrimmage, got about five yards down the field, and Cochran held on for dear life. Yeah, Burton, Took him another two yards and second down and eight. That was a very determined run by Burton again. He, uh, he was wanting to make something. 48 seconds of counting left in the third quarter. Lee Scott 17, Glenwood 15. Second down and seven correction. Ball's at the Lee Scott 35. Lee Scott flattened it out the line of scrimmage. Five players alongside of it. Drop snap. Crow picks it up, throws over the top, fingertip catch there. Nope, dropped it, jarred loose, and now a late flag comes out, possibly from sportsmanlike conduct, as Patrick Futch was able to jar the ball loose from the big tight end, Jaden Benefield, and Benefield took offense to it and shoved him back onto the ground. Let's see how this goes. Well, I would think it would go against Glenwood. Buster Daniels getting after one of his own as well. He's getting after Pete Lanier a bit as he goes back out. And sportsmanlike conduct goes against the Warriors, both are, and both it goes them. against the Gators. Well, there must have been something done that we didn't see. And Lanier's going to be pulled back out now. If I was just betting, I bet he's the one that, that was called. And now he's back again. <laughs> Buster Daniel finished his conversation and <laughs> got it back down the field. That's going to negate the result of the play. You're looking at third down and seven at the 35-yard line, Warrior Territory. 30 and a half seconds left here in the third quarter, 17 to 15. Warriors up by two. Crow back into the shotgun, four wide receiver look. Lee Scott with four safeties across the top. For two safeties, I should say, and then the corners are playing about 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. Crow. Three-step drop, loads up, fires down the sideline, bracket coverage. Oh Ball's jarred loose, but two penalty flags come out, and I think this may very well be DPI. I think so. And I wouldn't disagree with it either. They were hanging all over him. Yeah, and they were not playing the ball. They were just holding their hands up in front of his face. What's unfortunate about it is on this shot play in particular, they didn't get beat, and Lee Scott had the right coverage call. Oh, they yeah. had a bracketed yeah. over there. Safety was the, the too high safety look had him bracketed with the outside corner. He wasn't going to burn him. No. They had the stop. All you had to do was knock the ball down. That's exactly right. And you saw the Glenwood receiver who we couldn't check the number. He just backed out of the play because that was how he was going to get the penalty. If he had honestly hand fought with him, it probably would have been just called incomplete. Yeah, probably so. So heads up play there by the Glenwood receiver. 23.8 seconds left now in the third. It's a fresh set of downs. Burton, left side tackle. Lee Scott wraps him up, brings him down after four. Patrick Futch in there on the tackle alongside Jonathan Myers. Yeah, Jonathan got a good lick in on him that time. That may be the last play of the third quarter as we're looking at second down and six as Glenwood enters the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. That is going to do it for the third quarter. We're going to flip the field, and we're going to head to the fourth. When we come back, ball will be spotted at the Lee Scott 16. Glenwood on a drive, but your Warriors holding on to a two-point lead, 17-15 to in the annual rivalry game. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Ziggy Marley comes to the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University, October 6, 7.30 p.m. for a celebration of his father, Bob Marley. This celebration will feature Ziggy performing some of his father's best-known material, plus a few personal favorites. Ziggy Marley. Tickets are available now at the box office and online at goochecentertickets.auburn.edu. This is the fourth quarter of Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Start of the fourth quarter, Lee Scott up 17-15 to 15 on Glenwood, and Glenwood's got a second down and six on the Lee Scott 16-yard line. Crow in the pistol has three wide receivers, looks to his left on the screen pass. Dean will catch it. A block in the back out there on the side, and Deering will save the touchdown. Gets him by the jersey and slings him out of bounds. He will be first and goal from the Lee Scott five. Well, they took the long walk. No, at the uh, took the long walk back down here and looks like they're finishing this score. Lee Scott's got a guy coming off the field. It's Jackson Earnhardt, big old Ernie. Yeah, he plays a lot both ways. I hope he's just cramping up. Kind of looks like what that may be, but I don't want to speculate. 11.35 here as Glenwood's at the Lee Scott 6. 17-15 your score. Glenwood looking to urge back in front. Crow hands off Burton. Taken down as he hits the line of scrimmage. Dives ahead, almost gets to the goal line, and he stopped at the 1. Got mighty close to take it back to Glenwood lead, and now the uh, Warriors down hurt. Yeah, that's Dylan. Dallin Bush is looking at that right leg on the ground, and I think he's cramping the way that he's got a teammate stretching him out right now. Yeah, cramps no fun to deal with. Yeah. They had that little time off to walk down to the end and rest a little bit, and now they're cramping back up. You know it's a human night when you look out down there on the field and you see the dew everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot out here. Bush is going to jog off. Still a little gingerly. Going to have to yeah, get this man a, some fluids. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's had a great game. He's played with a lot of heart. Second down and three. 11 minutes to go in the ball game. Glimwood knocking on the door. Second down and goal, I should say. Burton runs into a mass of humanity, driven back. What's the call as he reaches towards the goal line? I don't think so. He didn't get it. Nope. Great but, job by the middle of that line. About half of a football away from the end zone. They are very, very close. Third down now. Lee Scott looking for the stop. What do they have in them now? Seventeen to fifteen. Ball on the Lee Scott half yard line. 
Crow has three wide receivers split outside. They hand off Burton yet again. No, Crow keeps it. Oh, and he has spun around Dove trying to split two Warriors. He's in for the touchdown. We give him six. He took a lick, but uh, it counts as six points. They pounded the inside for two straight plays, and then went with the read option. Fooled me. I thought Burton had it. Yeah, they spread everybody out, and he took it around the corner. Glenwood 21, Lee Scott 17. Gators back in front now by four. They will set up to take the extra point from Montroy. Montroy, the sophomore kicker. Crows a sophomore too, yeah. Almost blocked, but he pounds that one through the uprights. It's good. He missed an extra point previously. Glenwood went for two a couple of possessions ago, which puts him at 22-17. to 17. But honestly, that field goal right there, or that extra point right there, doesn't really change the game plan here for the Warriors. They had to score a touchdown regardless. Either, either way you go. Yeah. Man, the Warriors have a lot of folks. Slow coming off. Landry Crockin, Crockin, Cochran coming off slowly. I ought to be able to say that. That's my mother's maiden name. <laughs> I can't even spit it out. Go to the Cochran reunion once or twice a year. That's exactly right. <laughs> Y'all please forgive me. Don't tell anyone. Sometimes I can't speak explain for spluttering, see? <laughs> 10 minutes, 20 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Lee Scott now behind by five, 22 to 17 in the final period of play. Limwood takes back the lead yet again, but Lee Scott has had an answer tonight. Yes, yeah, so far they've played a real good game. Packed out house here at Judd Scott Field. People littered all throughout the stadium on the hillside from the Glenwood fan base as well as Lee Scott fans packing it out here on our sideline. Five-point ball game. You got 10 minutes and 20 seconds left. These seniors, you know they want it because they haven't beaten Glenwood in quite some time. End over end. This one back to the Lee Scott 10. All right, Andrew Hahn will be the one to take it out. Andrew Hahn sidesteps one and is busted down at the 29-yard line. Solid return there for Hahn, 19 on the return. All right, offense, come on down. So they'll start at their 29, or really they move the ball ahead to the 30, so a 20-yard return there for Andrew Hahn. Played a lot last year as a freshman. You know he's a player when he's playing as a freshman, and now continues to hold down a starting job into a sophomore season, even with a lot of new players coming into the program. Yeah. There's oh, a lot yeah. of competition is what I'm trying to say here for this Warrior team on the depth chart. Which is and, good. Uh, guys Which are holding down spots. It's yeah. it's an impressive uh -oh. bunch of Warriors uh -oh. developing. Uh -oh. All right. Late arrival here on the Lee Scott offense. Five seconds left on the play clock. McKelvey in at quarterback. Fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, goes right side of the line. Stripped up after he crosses the line of scrimmage on the read option carry. Knocked down after a yard. That was, uh, you know, I believe if that had been at the beginning of the game, Tate would have had more yards than that. He, he may be beginning to tire down. He's played very, very hard. Lots and lots of effort he's given. We'll give him two yards on the play there, second down and eight at the Warrior 32-yard line. 
McKelvey's going to go to the four wide receiver set now. Myers is his back beside him. Offset to the right side. Kelvey will bring Ryan Deering in motion left to right. Now three receivers on that side, and a penalty flag's going to come out as McKelvey breaks a couple. Uh. This one's going to hurt because it's going to come back. Crosses the 50, 45 tripped up at the opposing 40, but this is going to be an illegal motion against Lee Scott. Yeah, Ryan Deering started moving forward before the ball was snapped. Yeah, he turned up just a little yep. quick. Man, you hate to see that. Five yards. That's painful. Yeah. Because McKelvey had a big play, and momentum booster is taken away there. Going to really need another big play. Yeah, it wasn't a holding penalty or anything up to that side. It was away from the ball, but he still did move. Turn up a little bit too quick. Flag was out immediately as well. Yeah, yeah. Right in front of the white hat. Hard and, to miss. And it was deserved. We earned that penalty. Second down and 14 from their own 27-yard line. Ryan Deering will move into the quarterback position, and McKelvey will move into the slot. Four wide receiver look. Glenwood has one safety high and a couple of guys close to the line. Double A gap blitz. Play action pass. Deering pump fakes. Throws downfield. He's got a man. Looking downfield. Diving. Catches it. Cradles it in. Caught. Pete Lanier. Pete Lanier at the opposing 31-yard line. Just what the play-by-play -play man ordered. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, play-by-play -play man. Needed another big play, and there it is. Good job. Good job. That's about where McKelvey had the ball on yep. the run, wasn't it? He slid another, like, five yards down the field. Yeah. So, correction, got out to the 38-yard line. What a catch there by Lanier laying out. Yeah, Whole he, left side of his body is covered in mud. They can wash it for next week. Ryan Derry moved in motion oh. left to right. McKelvey keeps it himself. Left guard dives over the 35. And that's another instance where you might have could have had the same penalty from earlier, but uh, McKelvey yeah. keeps it and gets five, and the yeah. penalty flag stays in the pocket. Yeah. That needs to be addressed. And Buster Daniel is addressing yeah, it right now. There you go. But a pat on the behind is a sign of encouragement from from yeah. Coach Buster Daniel as well. Uh, Ryan Deering's playing great tonight. He has. 7.52 to go in the fourth quarter. Lee Scott behind by five. They're in Glenwood territory at the 34. Tate McKelvey. Stands in at quarterback, has a two tight end set. They're both to the right side of the line. Motion grimes from left to right out of the slot. Fakes the handoff. McKelvey keeps yet again. Left guard's got a push. And look, I'm going to tell you what right now is McKelvey's tripped up to the 30. You got two Warriors at left guard right now between, looking at our roster here, Connor Stewart, who is a sophomore, and then Graydon Ketchum who are literally, both of those players are taking Glenwood linemen 10 yards down the field right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Also think possibly Jacob Baker was in on that as well. This offensive line, man. They have, uh, they've made some changes. I know they had some injuries and made some changes at center and all. And, uh, they've done a great job tonight. They really have. McKelvey stands in with third down and three, ball on the 31-yard line. Grimes moves from left to right. Looks like a Gator jumped offside. McKelvey squeezes through three Gators, lunges ahead, wrapped up, first down yet again. There you go. Just what he needed. 
Kelby's really, really tired, and I would be too. Six and a half to go left in the ball game. I'll tell you, he's tough. He may be the he toughest is. kid out there. There's a lot of tough guys out there, but McKelvey played banged up some last season, and he he's a running quarterback. He's a safety, he's contact seeking. The guy can play. He runs kickbacks. That's right. Uh, how many times do you put your quarterback on the kickoff return team? Catches passes. There, yeah. Once again, at halftime, leading receiver, leading passer, and leading rusher. And they're going to run him again. He's got it touched. He's got blocking on the edge. Big collision as he crosses the line about three yards down the field. And he's dropped instantly. Gets up slowly. A little gingerly. He pats his helmet, says he needs to come out. Needs to get a break. And heat timeout. Heat timeout. At just the right time, too. That's right. That's exactly right. And you got to think that that may be a little bit of – the coaching staff, knowing that that's coming, run the ball as much as you can with the yeah. way that you're doing. Get this thing to the heat timeout, yeah. and then you can address some things now as you're knocking at the red zone. Let's step away here for a second. We'll come back in just a few moments. Late here in the fourth quarter, 5.55 left in the ballgame. Lee Scott marching down the field to try and take the lead. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick and GMC in Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. We're in a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. Now in our 29th year, we are your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. Back at Judd Scott Field, Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 5.45 left in the ballgame. Coming out of the heat timeout, Lee Scott down 22-17. to 17. Looking at a second down and seven here as Ryan Derrick's back in at quarterback. He's got two receivers to his right side. Will motion Anderson Grimes. Deering will keep it himself. Spins out of a tackle. Bounces it out to the right side. Shoestringed a yard out from the first down marker. Give him six on second down. Good job by Ryan that time. Interchangeable quarterbacks. Tate McKelvey will come back in. Will he be playing quarterback is the question. McKelvey will bring in the play from the sideline. Deering looks like he's headed back out to wide receivers. McKelvey will call it in the huddle. Anderson Grimes will check out now as McKelvey comes back in. Five-minute mark now. Lee Scott looking at third down and one as they run it down Glenwood's throats. Two tight end look to the left side of the line. McKelvey, hard count, goes on two. Hands off. Myers, no. McKelvey keeps it. Just trying to string it out to the edge. Cuts up field. Breaks two. Dives ahead inside the 10-yard line. First down and more. And he's up to the six-yard line. Lee Scott, first and goal. Great job going around that right end. Some good blocks. And then Tate did the rest. 11-yard rush there for Tate McKelvey. You know, I think really maybe some of our running backs may be a little more hurt than we thought they were and because uh, they have not touched the ball very much tonight. They really haven't. Well, flip side, McKelvey's playing he has. like a man out of his mind right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, they're trying to figure out what to do right now with a lineman. <laughs> well, he can he line up out there? I think Lee Scott's going to have to call a timeout now. And that's not what they want to do at this tight of a football game. But Coach Daniel doesn't look to be displeased. Um, 
Just a little bit of miscommunication there. Yeah. Pats him on the helmet. You got to know that this head coach, and from getting to know Buster Daniels, you got to know that he's proud of his guys. Let's no, take I a quick so. break here. When we come back, we'll have first down and goal from the six-yard line. Lee Scott trailing by five with 418 left in the ballgame. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. 22-17, Lee Scott trailing by five. First down and goal from the Glenwood six-yard line in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Tate McKelvey back in at quarterback, four wide receiver look out of the shotgun. Motions, Grimes from left to right. It's just eye candy as McKelvey's going to go with it all the way. He runs head-on into three Gators left side of the line of scrimmage, lowers his shoulder just to get back to the line of scrimmage, does just enough to set up second down and goal from the six yet again. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Boy, Glenwood really had that one played well. And when we ran to the left side, and they were there to uh, stop it. Late stages of the ball game. You're down to 3.45 left, and this clock is just going to turn. You can only do so much, though, because there is not enough time to get a first. There, there's no more first downs here. It's first down and goal. McKelvey motions Grimes from left to right. Hands off Grimes. No, McKelvey keeps. He's sandwiched, bowls over two Gators, and one around his waist is enough to chop him down. He's over the five-yard line to the two. Getting closer and closer. You might get to a point where you could hear a pin drop in this place. Well, they're letting, uh, letting ticks run off the clock. Warrior Faithful comes to their feet. It's not often that you see the offense say, hey, guys, get on your feet, get loud. They want it. They welcome it. Landry Cochran from that huddle. Yeah. This home crowd urging them on. They can feel it. Third down and two from the Glenwood two. 2.54 and counting remaining in this ball game. Lee Scott gets into the heavy offensive line. Look, two tight ends set. McKelvey, hard count, snaps on two. This one, Myers, Myers squeezes through, searches ahead. Touchdown, Warriors! Lee Scott punches it in from the two. Jonathan Myers. Good job. That was a great call. I'm sure they were looking for Tate to take the ball, and he handed it off, and... Uh, a couple of them watched him, and Myers took it on into the end zone. Lee Scott 23, Glenwood 22. They're going to go for two here to try and take the field goal off the scoreboard here for Glenwood to be able to tie it that way. It's going to have to be touchdown to win it, field goal to tie it if Lee Scott can get the two-point conversion here. They've got 22 seconds left on the play clock as they call the play in. And you want to know about Hart? Jonathan Myers there is hobbling off the field, kind of a slight limp when he's coming out of the yeah. end zone. You want to know about Hart? Check these guys' guts because it's all over the field right now. 23-22, yes, five is. seconds left on the play clock. Lee Scott going to have to snap it. Fakes the head off. McKelvey up the middle, dives for the end zone. Did he get there? And they say no. They call him short. 
McKelvey reached the football out, and they get him shy of the goal line. The two-point conversion, no good. 2.42 left in the ball game. All right. One, All right, defense. One-point game. We step aside, and when we come back, we see if the Warriors can hold on to the lead. They're ahead by one. 2.42 left in the fourth quarter. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive-through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. The Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. 23-22. Lee Scott took the lead, and now with 2.42 left in the fourth quarter, they're going to have to hold out Glenwood from the end zone. They need another stop. This it, is big, Noah. Internally, you hope this is the last stop you need. Oh, yes, you do. And then... I hope we can get the ball past those first two two lines of uh, Glenwood guys and uh, not into the hands of the running backs or the deep guys. Uh. Roll later to kick off. He puts it on the ground. This one end over end, bouncing into the hands of Jaden Benefield, the sure-handed tight end, hauls it in and is dropped immediately as Lee Scott surged down the field, swarmed him and brought him down at what looks to be Glenwood's 44-yard line. They got about 56 yards to go. All right, defense. Let's go. 239 left in the ball game. Ball on the Glenwood 44. Defense coming out for the Warriors. Quad formation, top left of your screen if you're watching on the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. They're going to run it with Crow. Crow tackled at the line. Bush there to hit him from behind, and he drops him after two. Crow's just a sophomore, but he has really played a good ball game. Two and a half and counting left in the ball game. He is the only quarterback listed on their roster. Five wide receiver look. Crow is in the shotgun. Three receivers to his right. Crow throws to Dean. Screen pass. They give him five of cushion on the defensive alignment. He then runs ahead with someone around his ankles. Looked to be Bush to get the tackle yet again. And he's tackled a yard ahead of the line to gain inside Lee Scott territory up to the Lee Scott 46. Two minutes left to go. And we break under the two-minute mark. My heart can't right, handle Dave. this. Here we go, D. Ball at the Lee Scott 46, looking at five wide yet, yet again. One minute and 45 left in the ballgame. Glenwood trying to march it down the field. 
Back to pass, five-step drop. Throws it, short curl route. Bochamp catches it, and he is tackled immediately. Three yards on a little stick route there to Redonda Bochamp Jr. And with a minute and a half left, Glenwood going to spend one of their three timeouts. Well, no, it's something that's different tonight. No one's leaving. Everyone's going to stay the end, I guess. While these two teams take their timeout, this timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group. We're going to step aside for just a moment. We'll come back and continue the fourth quarter. 132 left, Lee Scott 23, Glenwood 22. of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. play by Andrew right there. This was on second down and six. Dean is not going to have enough for the first down. You're looking at third down and two. The clock will stop with a minute and 21 left here in the fourth quarter. Andrew did a great job. Third down and two. Minute and 21 left in the ball game. Ball on the Lee Scott 37. Crow in the shotgun, four wide receiver set, pressure coming, they throw out the screen. Dean is stopped shy of the first down, driven out of bounds yet again. That's the third straight play. I think they've ran that same play, haven't they? Bow up, Miles Zachary, fourth down and one. Minute and 16 left to go, ball on the Lee Scott 36. A stop here. I don't even know what to say. One they point ball game. William would call the time. That's going to put this into a situation where this is pretty much pick this up or it's over. That's exactly right. Exactly right. You know, sometimes I've seen them to who uh, try to pick up the first and then sometimes they hand it off or just a fake hand off and then throw it down deep. You know, so you got to be ready for everything. Lee Scott 23, Glenwood 22. One minute and 16 left in the fourth quarter. They've traded punches. And now Lee Scott's turn is on defense, and they're going to have to get the stop to win the ball game. Crowd is on its feet. An excellent crowd tonight at Judd Scott Field. Folks are into it. And Coach Daniel talked earlier with me about trying to just get these guys to turn the corner. Oh, this does so much for their confidence, Noah, just to know that they can play with these guys. Glenwood was in the state championship last season. Fourth down and one, they go with Mellage. Mellage hit at the line, did they get enough? I, I think he did. Judging on the spot, I think they've got enough. Mellage went behind left guard and got it by a yard. 
that's going to start the clock once they get to the line of scrimmage. So you're looking at a minute and 12, and now the clock will resume. First down and 10, ball at the Lee Scott 35-yard line. One minute left and counting now. Crow throws out to the sideline looking for Dean, and Dean is pushed out of bounds after about three. 58.4, and the clock will stop. Lee Scott with their defensive alignment, quarterbacks are playing 10 yards off the ball. They're saying, we're not giving up the big play, and they really have it tonight, aside from two downfield shots. And those were in the first half. Buttoned up ball game, now you gotta get a stop now. Second down and eight. Ball on the Lee Scott 33. This time cannot tick fast enough. It stopped now after the ball was pushed out of bounds. Quads to the right side of the line, tight to the line. Lee Scott gonna bring some pressure off the right side. Rolling as Crow. Crow throws the out route, incomplete, jarred loose. And once again, I've called this man's name a few times. The freshman linebacker, Tyler Kennedy, knocks it away. Third down Good and job. eight. Good job, Kennedy. Good job. He's fired up. I'll breathe with these 52.4 seconds left or up. <laughs> Boy, they're slow, aren't they? All right, D, here we go. Third down and eight, ball on the Lee Scott, 33. Let's Crow just into take it away wide. from them right now. Three-man front from Lee Scott. They'll motion Burton from right to left. Snap back to Crow. Crow looking left, loads up, fires as he's hit. Thrown into the seam. Glenwood drops it as he tried to catch it, diving for the one-yard line to catch the football, and he sandwiches it in between his body and the one. Incomplete. Beauchamp could hold on to it. Had him in the seam. You're looking at fourth and eight now from the 33. It's do-or-die time now. Line to gain is the Lee Scott. 25-yard line. He just could not hold it. Looking at the Glenwood kicker tonight, I would say that 25-yard line is probably the edge of his distance for a field goal. They I get it inside right. the 25, he might have the leg. Yeah, yeah, you're right, brother. Let's don't even get to that point. No, Fourth down and eight, ball on the Lee Scott, 33. Man. Four wide receiver look. Lee Scott with three on the line, four DBs, high. Crow, back to pass, five-step drop, moves to his right, pressure coming. Oh, right. Incomplete, batted away, Joseph Horn swats it away. Lee Scott stands. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. We got a guy cramping up here, Lee Scott. I'm speechless. I, I don't know what to say, no. This is the biggest... And, and I hate to say this, but would be, in my mind, an upset. I just cannot believe it, you know. Huge. Joseph Horn got in the face of Crow and batted it down. This is where I need to add. Joseph Horn's the, the returning big man on the basketball team. And I'll say this, he's must-watch basketball, too. The guy right? can play. He can get up, huh? There's the SWAT. And somewhere in this house... Athletic director William Johnson, also the head basketball coach. Of course, he's one of the coaches in the booth for football. Somewhere in this building, he's saying he plays basketball for me. <laughs> he's, uh, he's counting on him. Well, I believe there's some folks that are going to take the field if everything turns out right. And, and I need to add this, too, about the, the basketball connection here. Do you remember last year, Valiant Cross Academy game here? And who busted through the line of scrimmage to block the extra point to win the ball game for the Warriors? Carson Alexander, yeah, okay. the center yeah. for the basketball yeah. team. Well, 
They ought to go out and get some more of those guys, I think. <laughs> Need a bunch of them. Glenwood just has one timeout left with 40.1 seconds left, and here comes everybody's favorite formation, the victory formation. Deering will be in at quarterback to take the snap in the shotgun. Takes it, knees it. Will Glenwood use a timeout? Not yet. That clock's going to keep running. We're under 30 seconds. I can't believe it. I would have thought, I would have, I don't know. Just to let them snap it one more time. A chance that they fumble the ball. Smiles all over the place. Folks clapping hands. I'm so surprised I can't be happy. You know, <laughs> I look out there and uh, there's just so many folks, and the students now all of a sudden it ended up on the it's field. Over. That's it. The clock hits zero. No timeouts taken. Lee Scott upsets Glenwood. You know, you wonder, like Cade Wagner, one of the standouts here on the line, and he didn't even play tonight, you know. So, uh, Warriors rush the field, and you see Ryan Deering. Waving a flag around at midfield. And Lee Scott takes down Glenwood, 23 to 22. This coaching staff, during the bye week after getting beat 41 to three by Chambers Academy, said we're gonna toughen these guys up. We are going to check these guys' manhood. And two weeks of work, night and day difference. These girls took down a team that went to the state championship game last year and, and they look to know, be in the mix again it's awful tough Glenwood folks are the team is waiting on them so such tough, tough in their stomach for these seniors the first time to be able to beat Glenwood Twenty-three, twenty-two. Lee Scott takes out Glenwood as the two teams shake hands at midfield. A display for determination. I opened the broadcast today saying, you know, the quote from Mr. T. In order to have a comeback, you first have to have a back. And it came back tonight, and they yes, won 23-22. We're going to take a step away here, and when we come back, we will have your Lee Scott football postgame show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Warriors win 23-22. Down goes Glenwood. We'll be back in just a moment. Experience of Our Home Pharmacy, your one-solve wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets, offering COVID and antibody testing, shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor, whatever Instagram and Twitter.
is Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your bills are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. How about it, Warrior fans? Woodward came back, got up 15 to 10, and then in the second half, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the state's best traded punches, and now Lee Scott says, hey, we want a seat at the table. It's 23-22 victory for the Lee Scott Warriors over rival Glenwood here at home. And Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott football postgame show. Larry, we're still trying to digest what we saw tonight. It's, I don't know what to say, Noah. I just know that there will be lots of confidence for these young men right here going through the rest of the season. I know that uh, Jay Harris did not play, but it doesn't matter. They didn't win, you know. Sweet food. Uh, but I, one of, I mean, one of though, one of the good. I mean, you look all over the place. Guys were cramping. Cobbling off the field. Patrick Fudge, Andrew Cocking, you name it. Like, there are a ton of guys getting banged up tonight. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So many guys laid it on the line. And that's what you want. That's what you want. Coach Daniel oftentimes talks about toughness and trying to grow this football program. And tonight was a huge step. Yeah, oh, this will go a very, very long way. Trek see a lot of happy folks. This guy suffered last year. They really did. Um, they got fun last year. So this is really, really good to see them. You know, and those guys. It's just not these guys. It's the heart and the work that they were put into last time. Hugging so, uh, necks right now. You, you see Coach Buster Daniel down on the field. I see him. Yeah. That's his grandchild, I'm assuming. And uh, just hugging next, and, and that—that's what it's all about. for this group. To, to you think back to a couple years ago when this Lee Scott team was winless, you know, three, four seasons ago, yeah. and and last year went two and seven. It, we can do something this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, and just just so much confidence to to be gained from this. You know, to just. Uh, to look and know that there will always be giants out there, and we have to, to uh, we have to, we have to fight them all. Keep the David, and that's what Lee Scott did tonight. They kept it up the whole time. So congratulations, my hats off to them. Good example of what the good Lord can do through all of us out here. On
a football field, seeing these young people play, and yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good sight to see out here at Judd Scott Field as Lee Scott takes the 22. We're gonna take a quick break here when we come back. Gonna look to have some you just a few moments. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Hour presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Lee Scott 23, Clintwood 22. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Melissa at the Retweet turns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Melissa Etheridge, live. Performing music from her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at goochecentertickets.auburn.edu. Melissa Etheridge, in concert. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. Our family serving yours. That's the unique experience of Our Home Pharmacy, your one-stop wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets, offering COVID and antibody testing, as well as the COVID vaccine, plus a gift shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor, whatever makes you feel good. And Our Home Pharmacy is all about safety, with drive through curbside pickup, and delivery available. Stop by at Moore's Mill and Ogletree Road and follow Our Home Pharmacy Auburn on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. At Glenn Smith and Opelika, we love this time of the year with all the excitement of football. We also love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Back for the Lee Scott football postgame show. Lee Scott defeats Glenwood 23-22. Larry? Inspiring effort. Oh, my goodness. Yes, from just about every single guy that was out there on the field. You know, we talked about it just a few minutes ago. So many guys just sucked it up. You could tell they were hurting. They were stumbling. They were struggling. They were trying to get their air, but they kept going. They kept pushing. They kept doing it, and it paid off. One-point victory, but one-point victory over the people that played for the state championship last year. A look at some of the stats for tonight. Total yards for Lee Scott this evening, 256. Talk about balance. They ran for 141 yards, total pass yards, 115. Tate McKelvey led the team with 107 rush yards, had a score on the ground, as well as also a passing touchdown earlier today. We do not have his passing yards totaled up here for us. Forgive us. Just a broadcast crew trying to keep it by hand. We've got Pete Lanier with 36 reception yards. He had a big catch on that final drive that helped he push did. the Warriors along. Yes, Said he did. they needed a big play after they were looking at second and long, and Lanier came up with a big catch diving and laying it. out yep. for it. Great Talk job. about Alex Cash. He had a receiving touchdown tonight on 31 yards had as well. Had another big catch right down here around the 30 um, in the first half. That's you right. Know, so, yeah. 
just an outstanding effort from these guys on an offense on the offensive side of the football. And then, of course, the game-winning touchdown tonight came from Jonathan Myers squeezing through on third down and That's two. True. Myers plays true. with a lot of heart out there. He's an absolute unit. Yeah. On the defensive side of the football, your team leaders and tackles, Ryan Deering had six, Andrew Hahn, Patrick Fudge, and Pete Lanier all tied with five. There was 40 total team tackles for the Warriors today on the defensive side of the football. And that was a look at Lee Scott's totals tonight in terms of statistics and then coming into next week we hope to have a full team rundown of, of total statistics going into next week's ball game against pike let's but, not forget this and there were and i don't want to forget anybody and i right. i hate to bring this up but i want to uh, how do you is it dallin bush dallin bush dallin bush great great effort you know you would be uh, like I said in the first half, that's the kind of people you want on your team. That's the kind of people you want working for you in your company. Wherever you are, that's the kind of people you want to put around you. Flying around, making plays. These guys, everyone on this team, and you're right, you don't want to forget about anybody. No, I don't. No, because I everyone on this team has a part, exactly right. had a part in that's it tonight. That's exactly right. They all put out. They did a great job. There are some dudes on that other football team at Glenwood, some really yeah. good football players. Yeah. And going into the broadcast, we said, look, we know that the task is tall. We know that they're fast. We know that they're strong. We know that they have this history of winning. But yeah. why can't that change tonight when Lee Scott steps out of the football field? And today it, may have, it was not about an individual, and that's something that this coaching staff has preached as a unit. I was listening at practice the other day and, and heard this coaching staff as practice was ending at the huddle, said, look, guys, you all have to dig down deep. You have to play for the person beside you. Find something in your life. What is your why? What is? What are you playing for? Who are you playing for? And uh, it looks like they found it. That's exactly right. And, and, Noah, you hit it a while ago. There was not one guy that won the game. It took the complete team, and 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 they did. They The complete team all gave effort, and they all can enjoy this victory. Lee Scott defeats Glenwood 23-22. That does it for our broadcast of Lee Scott Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic Warriors. Defeat Glenwood 23-22. Our next broadcast will be coming to you live next week, next week from Judd Scott Field as your Warriors host, Pike Liberal Arts. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, also Brook Law Group, Goose Performing Arts Center, Russell Building Supply, and all those who helped make tonight's broadcast possible. As for myself, Noah Gardner, my broadcast partner, Larry Humphrey, our cameraman, Mary Beth Gardner, and our statistician, Ken Gardner. I hope you all have a great evening. Until next time, go Warriors, and God bless. You've been listening to Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Also brought to you by Also Brook Law Group, Googe Performing Arts Center, and Russell Building Supply. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.